Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 146. We had some technical issues. Uh, we Sean was his his camera was all over the place, but he, he got it figured out. So we're good there. And then uh, we're, we're having a hard time with uh, some audio equipment with our guest tonight. Alpha Omega Sin. Alpha, how are you doing tonight? Assuming everybody can hear me. Great. If not, then uh, still kind of good. Uh, my cat was sick today, so that's what I was dealing with all day today. Is, uh, oh no! Because everybody cares about that. What was, <laughs> what was wrong with the with your cat? Uh, well. He's trying to hack up a hairball and he can't. And it's been like this oh. for like a couple days straight. So I had to go uh, get him medicine and a bunch of other stuff. And now he's doing better, so I'm happy. Poor kitty. Okay. 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 Very good. Very good. Uh, and then we have Sean here. Sean, your your green screen's in full effect, which is great. Well, I have, to, I have to turn it off for a second. Okay. What's 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 up, Sean? Oh, God. We have to eat. We have to eat. <laughs> well, hold on. Do you want to explain what's happening right Wait, now? Well, for what's going on here? What are you doing? No explanation. Every, everyone go to hell. Don't um, garnish. I come full screen. I, I have to garnish a little. Right oh, yeah. Um, so I said that Sony was going to be at E3. Stupid Nate obviously <laughs> had inside information and said they weren't oh. going to be at E3. You had inside information. Go to hell. I don't. That's not fair. <laughs> so we are going to have to eat. <laughs> we had to eat part of Mitch because that was the that was the thing. We have doused this in La Victoria um, salsa verde, thick and chunky medium. So here we go. Uh, well. Oh no! Poor Mitch. Swallow it. Let's go in on that real quick so you can see that facial feature going. Oh man! What's what's the use by date on that uh, salad dressing? <laughs> it was it's salsa, but it's good. I I got it from Amazon not too long ago. Oh man! Well, yeah. it's, it's picture. You know, we went off the air and Nate just started laughing last week, right? <laughs> He's a crap. There it is. Yeah, you should just grab one of the ones I did on Twitter, man. Check it out. Oh man! No, I, I have I have several. I have several. Nice. <laughs> several. <laughs> yeah, it was well, disgusting. Okay, well. Thanks, oh Sean. my god <laughs> uh and uh well you see misclick there one two three times is that from is that from playing ring fit yes all right you know because i'm actually i'm actually listen i told people i would do ring fit challenges and i'm actually sticking to it so you know what if that's the face of progress i will gladly <laughs> don that <laughs> uh how's, how's it going how's it going this week misclick it's going all right it's going all right yeah good week good good and then we have returning to the podcast after how many weeks has it been, OJ? It's like been a month and a quarter. Weeks. It's been a year. It's been a while. <laughs> OJ is back from his vacation, hey. getaway, hey. all of that. Uh, how, how's it going, man? How, how, how's the last month been? It's It's been interesting because it feels like, because like, you know, like the type of content that we do, you know, like you're always doing stuff over and over. And the fact that like I wasn't doing anything was really weird. But I'm really happy to be back, and it feels like it's been forever. But I'm like super, super happy to be back. Just my internet situation where I was at just wasn't very good, so I wasn't able to do stuff. But I'm happy to be back on the podcast, man. And um, yeah, I saw that uh, that weird ass misclick looking picture. And oh my god! My, my fiance, my fiance was like, "Who's that?" <laughs> she's like who's that and what is he doing you know her i'm like no nah, i don't know who she is i don't know I, I don't know who that is at all no I'm uh-huh. Joking. Uh-huh. Fia- fiance well wait a minute now wait a minute now 
That's, yeah. that's new news for a lot of people. Yeah, I married a random person as soon as I just saw I was like, I'm out. And I was just <laughs> like, hey, I need to get married by somebody. So, no, no, um, I've been d- dating uh, this nice young lady for the past year or so. And we decided to get married. So, there you go. That's Congrats, what I was doing. man. Thank you. <laughs> Is she going to uh, be in some of your streams or videos then? Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's not really into gaming much, but she likes to dance. So maybe she can dance like Ring Fit or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, Get her dance. just dance on the Wii. Yes, just dance. There you go. But no, she she's a uh, she. I got her. Uh, we were playing like Super Smash Brothers. She's trash, but you know I'll, I'll help her. We were playing <laughs> Mario she's Kart. Trash. Yeah, yeah. It was it, she? She got like fifth one time in Mario Kart, and she was freaking out. So so there you go. So I'm, I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna get her good at video games. Very good. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank, thank you, guys. I appreciate all the support. You guys were awesome all on Twitter and everything. So I appreciate you guys, man. And then we have uh, MVG returning uh, as usual with the Windjammer shirt on. Very nice. Representing. What's going on? What's going on? Of course. Got to represent the Neo Geo. <laughs> that was on the big screen at uh, at MAGFest, actually. So. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. People are playing that on the big, big screen, like the big projection nice. screen in the middle of the hall. So it was good to as see it, that. As it should be. It's a great yes. game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Looking forward to the, the sequel when that when that drops, I think, this year. Yep. Out. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be on that quick. But uh, how's how's your week been, MVG? It's uh, it's been a good week, man. It's been a good week. Been playing some games. Uh, Sean's book arrived today. It was uh, uh, sorry, a couple, uh, yesterday. That was so that was exciting to finally get hold of the book. And uh, very very good job you did there, Sean. So thank you. Wait, waiting for the next one, man. I mean, you you've obviously got the you got the talent for it. So what's you got another thing coming soon or uh... you know i've been thinking about i kind of wanted to do a, a virtual boy book but like jeffrey wittenhagen literally just did one so it's kind of like well that took away the thunder of that but i mean there's 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 some systems out there that i'm interested in i would love to do like something like the saturn but the japanese stuff on the saturn would be yeah so much and like so many games i haven't played and won't have a chance to check out but you know i'm I'm thinking about other stuff though i'm definitely thinking about other stuff right on and you hand signed how many of those uh 220 wow geez yeah nice uh let's go over here to nate nate what's going on not too much watching it snow you feel pretty good conning uh sean out of a piece of mitch yeah, that was a victory for today. It's a good victory. Oh, that was that was great. Like I said, Sean went off air, and Nate just started laughing after after you left. So <laughs> should have known the fix was in. Do you really think I'm going to make a bet to appear on camera if I had a chance of losing? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Come on. Uh, see, look there you go, Sean. Some people are saying they got the autographed copy in the mail. The book. Awesome. Sorry yes. it took so long. Uh, Amazon was a lot more delayed than I thought it would be. And then when I shipped them, they were supposed to be there. Here's a quick little side note. So I shipped them off to Ryan at Castlemania after signing them. And then like a week after the estimated date when they were supposed to come in, he was like, "Did you? do you got tracking number on that? And I was like, what? And he was like, I still haven't gotten those books yet. So like I started freaking the fuck out because I was like, holy shit, you know, all those books are lost. Now I'm going to have to redo oh, no. all this again. But luckily, they ended, I found the receipt for it. And like Media Mail, I guess they just put a, a random date on there because they ended up coming like eight or nine days after the estimated date that we're supposed to get Ooh. there. But thankfully, they got there. Yeah, Media Mail is uh, is actually kind of scary. It's cheap, but they don't 
they don't track it that well. <laughs> yeah, like I was I was definitely nervous about it, but luckily they showed up. So let's go over to Jordan. Jordan, how's it going? Not bad. Back not bad. Good good week. Yeah, not bad. Pretty good. No, it's good to hear, man. Good to hear. And then we have Evan. Evan, what's up? Not much, man. Good, good, good. So we want to talk video games before we get into some of these topics. What's everyone been up to? What we've been playing? Skyrim. Other than Miss Click, who's been playing Ring Fit, obviously, as I see one, two, three, four, five different times here in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. The tele is that tele. That was a fun one to make. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was just he was just in chat during stream round four. I'm going, and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, oh, I like the giraffe one. Giraffe was I'm good. Sure yeah. Oh. The Pokemon giraffe one was really good. Yeah, that was really good. What too. about the one where she's like the ch- she's like the, the chest the burster? Chest, the chest burster. People are man. taken to the Baby Yoda one as well. So yeah, the Baby Yoda one, I didn't see that yeah, one. I haven't seen that Baby, one. Yeah. Baby and then Yoda's someone followed his lead and made me into Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to You haven't seen that one? I had people DMing me creations that they made. Why wouldn't you post them? Right, well, I'll post them. Okay. They'll be up tonight. Okay. Oh yeah, video games. I, I, you know what? I played Skyrim. Scott, why Skyrim? Because I was stuck in a dungeon in Skyrim from like whenever the hell the last time I played it was on the Switch, and. I was determined that I was not going to play anymore until I got past that dungeon and I could not get past that dungeon. And I had a friend come over um, on Wednesday and she was like, oh, I'm really good at Skyrim. I could get through the dungeon, blah, blah, blah. I was like, "Okay, yeah, bullshit. So literally when she got here and walked in the door, like I had I was I had my save loaded and I just handed her the controller. and I was like, get to work. I'm going to smoke a cigarette (laughs) and I'll be I'll be damned if she did not. Granted, she didn't fight everyone because like when I play Skyrim, I want to fight everyone. I want to level up. She just went complete stealth bow and arrow bullshit. But she got through the dungeon. And so I've ended up playing a bunch of Skyrim. It ended up being a DLC quest that like I thought it was the main quest. No, it was like a DLC quest and I was severely under leveled. But yeah, like she she got me through that dungeon. So I've been playing a bunch of Skyrim and it's really fun. I got the I I got this year. Skyrim's gonna be nine years old. I know that's crazy. I saw a tweet about it today. Oh, it man. feels older to be honest, considering like everything that's been made about Skyrim, like yeah. and how many times I bought it. It yeah. feels like it's like more than a decade old, you know. Oh, Sean, did you play any more Horizon Four? Yes, I played it oh. actually last night. Oh, okay, very nice. Wait, you you still enjoying it? I guess if you're still playing it. Yeah, um, I, I I do enjoy it. I do sort of go back between that and Gran Turismo, um, on the. Uh, PS4 just kind of want something more realistic but now like I have a nice M3 in Horizon like a 97 yellow that's all kitted out ridiculous so I've been having fun with that but yeah yeah I'm still still playing that I did finish up I finished Need for Speed Heat that game's done I I hit the end of the game and uh, I think you know what Sean I think you would like that game a lot whenever it's on sale I'm gonna pick it up I I just don't feel like dropping six yeah because I bought it I, I got it I wanted to get it physically and I got it for I think it was like 30 I think it was $30 even on Black Friday. Yeah, I probably should have um, stacked it then. I'll do I'll do 30 or 40 bucks on that yeah. no problem, but completely worth it. I think I think it was I want to say it was a 25 to 30 hour game. Wow. Yeah, so I got some time out of it. Does it have a good car list? 
surprisingly yes it has a lot of the cars from underground 2 and carbon from what i remember and then it has a lot of the newer newer cars as well they even have off-road cars because there are parts in the game like challenges where you need like a land rover okay yeah uh, it's 39 bucks at best buy so oh I'll, wow that's actually good that's a good pickup then yeah i'll um, buy that after the they show have, they have like supercars as well and then they have like um basic cars too like I, I think they have like a like a ford focuses in there but not like the the nice focus like the rs is like a regular one so see i like i'm weird and i like driving like shitty cars in video games <laughs> just because i'll never drive i you know i'll probably never be in a position to drive one of those so it's kind of like well how does it feel you know why do people you know as a front wheel drive as opposed a real wheel or all-wheel drive so mm-hmm. yeah they have a lot of the uh the tuner cars and like the cheaper ones that you would pick up on craigslist or something and fix up so they they have a nice range and they have the the skyline is in there too like not i mean the newer one yes but like the old one from the underground no, too that everybody the, really remembers the r33 or whatever the one that was like uh i think it was on the was it on the cover I, I just remember that was like the legendary one at the end of that game it was blue and you get it and it was ridiculous at the time so that that's all in there too though um but heat is good need for speed heat I, I like that game a lot so i think it's worth picking up uh oh, what about uh what about alpha even what do you play this week man uh, <laughs> i played goat simulator yesterday <laughs> yes um uh, that was my fastest platinum trophy i ever got Goat simulator. Interesting. I got in like two and a half hours. I was like, cool. That was fun. And then I I was bummed out because it was on PlayStation Plus and I thought it came with like goat zombie, like all all the undead shit and all the DLC, like the goat MMORPG thing. And nah, it was just a base game. So I was like, damn, that's kind of weak. And mm. then finished up Metro Exodus. Oh, nice. He's been playing those. I, I I think I played halfway through that game and then and then I I kind of fell out of it a bit, um, but I, I should go back and and work on that a bit more because it's playing on the Xbox One. I mean, it's uh, I like the entire series. Like, uh, was the Metro Redux? The, something uh, came out. Pack? Yeah, something came out, and I moved right to that. From I'll have to look what came out around Exodus. It was a bigger game. Uh, and I moved from Exodus to that. I thought there were two I'm big titles like half... that came out around that time. There were there were a couple things that came out around that. I remember specifically something came out, and I was like, I got to jump I to felt this. Bad because Metro got lost in the shuffle. There was a like that. That's kind of what happens with a lot of game releases. Is it, it'll be a shit ton of just amazing games coming out all at the same time, and something's got to give. And you know, like Metro, while it's a really good and extremely high quality series. And I like it just because, you know, it's it's definitely like a horror series, too. And uh, the books are also uh, pretty neat. It's just it, it doesn't get the attention that it deserves, I think. I had the, I had the look when it came out because I feel like there was. Yeah, I'll, I'll see 20, when, it, when it, it came, came out. out uh, 2014, the Metro game. February 15th. 2019 for Metro Exodus, the, the most recent one, which means that would have been around a lot of stuff actually like that would have been two weeks after kingdom hearts i think came out and re3 was 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 definitely crackdown i'm sorry you definitely went to crack well crackdown came out and i was like i got it but crackdown only took me like eight hours to beat it and i was done and i did not play the multiplayer because me and the three other people that were playing didn't feel like doing it anymore uh metro has been sitting in my house for a while it was on the near infinite stack of things that i was inevitably going to get to and because there was just 
trying to find time to get around to playing yeah. it. But once I did, it was like it was every bit as good as I was expecting it to be. So it at least lived up to that expectation. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. What about uh OJ? You've been you've been you've been uh out there for a bit. So I don't know if you picked a game and just stuck with it while you're traveling around with the Switch. But I I did. I did. And probably to nobody's surprise, it was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Hey man. Hey, that that's a good one. That's a good one because if it's like an action heavy game, it's gonna be tough to stop. And that makes yeah. Sense. I've never charged my Switch so many times from playing it like in portable mode. It, I charged it so many times. And I was playing through the Blue Lions campaign. And I'll be honest, man, like I've played through a good portion of the, you know, the the Golden Deer. I've played through all of the Black Eagles. Blue Lions so far is the best one um, that, I, that I've been playing. Now, I need to finish. I still need to finish um, Golden Deer. I still need to finish Blue Lions, but I'm about halfway through. And Dimitri <clears throat> and his story with like the, his companions and everybody in that house is actually really good. So I'm, I'm gonna beat I'm gonna beat that, and then I'm going to do Maddening mode with the Golden Deer. So I'm gonna finish that up there. Uh, hopefully, I don't know if I'll do it before the DLC comes out, but yeah, played a lot of Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses uh, when I was uh, away. So that was pretty much the main game uh, that I was playing. I didn't really play anything else, but just just that. And I, I played Smash Brothers and Mario Kart like kind of just casually, like with my fiance. But like outside of that, yeah, just Fire Emblem a lot. It's really, it's obviously really good. But all the updates has made it so much easier for hard. Hard mode is like not hard anymore because of all the updates. It's like Byleth is just super strong, and and when you new game plus, you can just like instantly get like levels and professor levels. So it's it's, it's true, way yeah. yeah, it's way easier. So I'm gonna see how it is on maddening mode, like when I play with the. So a lot of fun. Very nice, very nice. We well, came back at a good time because stuff's gonna start coming out soon. So. uh yeah yeah it was it was it was a great time it was a great time to come back but i i enjoyed the time you know to kind of just like recharge and stuff and just like to chill and like do other things you know what about uh what about mvg what's up man i'm playing dude i've uh i've been going retro hardcore so i i have uh middle if you guys we've been talking about middle gear solid but have you guys played the game boy color version it is yes it is legit uh this is actually i bought this game it's got like an australian price tag on i bought this game like years and years ago i played it once i thought it was cool but i never really appreciated it so i've been playing it all week actually i, I freaking love the game so Dude, i mean I, I recommend that to anybody who got into like the og msx games yeah oh because yeah yeah it plays yeah. a lot like and some of the animation in it especially for being a game boy color game is really awesome yeah it's, like it's the cut great. the little animated cutscenes are, are like surprisingly really good in that game i love that game i love that game to death yeah, it's so good. So I've been, I've been, I've been like playing my Game Boy Color this week. Like I've been keeping it really old school, and I've had been having a lot of fun actually. So it's been, it's been good. That game's kind of that game's harder to find, right? That's yeah, pricey. I I checked around like last week to see what it was going for. It's like in the, it's like hundred and fifty or something ridiculous. Um, but I I got it back in the day, and I never never sold it. Thankfully, we what uh we what system are you playing that on? Game Boy Color. This puppy not, right not- here. Oh, you're you're actually playing it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're playing it on an actual yeah. Game Boy Color. You're not playing on like the the Game Boy Player. Is that is that Game Boy? Uh, is that is that backlit or frontlit? This one is not. But I'm probably going to do that. Uh, in fact, I I want to actually talk to you off maybe offline about it because I know there's like about seven or eight different backlights you can get for it, and some of them are pretty mm-hmm. good. Some of them like the bezels aren't quite right, and I want to know which one the one to get is because I've I've seen different ones and. They're all kind of not quite right as far as the bezel goes. You, so might, as well just, you might as well just outfit a Game Boy Advance then if you're going to do it once. Yeah, that may be that may be the way to go. 
Yeah, I still play all those Game Boy, you know, color games and everything. And I, I mean, I think the form factor for the Advance is a bit better anyway. I, there's more room for like your hands. Um, yeah. But I have the screen for that here. I'm just waiting for the shell to come in. Everything else is here. Nice. Uh, we're gonna build the ultimate Game Boy Advance. So I'm excited for that one. Um, is that uh, is that the major thing though? Playing some Metal Gear on the on the. I uh, played a little bit of Heat and uh, Need for Speed Heat. So I've been playing through that too. I'm probably uh, only about seven hours into it, but yeah, man, it's it's fun. I, I completed a couple of races and then I kind of turned it off, and then a couple of days later I come back to it. So I'll, I'll get around to finishing it. I'm almost done with the backlog. Um, the only thing I have after this is Borderlands Three, which I'll I'll start playing probably next week. So I got to go back to Borderlands, Borderlands Three also. 3? <laughs> is that is that all you've been playing nothing else oh i just bought, I bought... <laughs> what, what's up what's up sean i, I bought heat oh nice here tuesday oh good stuff good stuff what'd you get on the xbox one yeah nice nice um what about uh what about nate with the, yeah, you're always playing a weird game, man. Hit us with a weird game. I wouldn't call the game weird. It's actually really good. So I had to raid my way through the eShop to uncover a gem that came out this week. And it is called To the Moon. It came out on PC a long time yeah, ago. It just came out ago. to Switch. And it's a really good game. I don't want to spoil the plot, but at the end, it makes you want to be a better person. What? It, it's heavily story driven. So. Yeah, it's a really story driven game. It was made in like RPG Maker like a decade ago. But it's it's a really good game. At the end of it, you're just like, damn, I can be I can be a better person than I am. It's it's emotional, it's powerful. Sounds legendary. Sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy with the person I am. Until you play to the moon. I, I will not play to the moon. I did see that game though. Mm. It's really good. It's pretty. It's pretty cheap too. So I mean, if you want a story-driven game, that's. I mean, it's really the gameplay is nothing complex. It's really just. It's How narrative. much is it? How much is it? It's either ten or fifteen bucks. Oh, okay, it's, it's like, like six a, hours, but it's there like a is traditional RPG. Not really. No. I mean, it plays like one, but mm. you're not like fighting squirrels or anything. Mm, okay. The game does open with the main characters running over a squirrel. Nice, nice. What, <laughs> what else did you play, Nate? Is that it? <laughs> I play. What the hell is the name of this game? Music car or music racer? Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't really know how to explain this game. You drive on a track to music, and you collect beats, and then you can crash in the poles. The music is decent. Has some interesting track designs. It's pretty trippy. It's like an 80s music video. I learned about a lot of games when I talked to you on here, Nate. <laughs> hey. You always find the, the most interesting, the weird ones out of the eShop. You always seem to find, which is to impressive the moon, because the really eShop is like, finding games in the eShop is not easy right now, so that's actually good. Well, that's why everyone should be playing To the Moon, or you could play Super Crush KO, which I talked about last week when I was under embargo, so I can get into mm. gameplay specifics. It's basically a 2D brawler version of Graceful Explosion Machine. So you, an alien kidnaps your cat, and then it falls in love with the cat, like in a normal human way. It just loves your cat, and it sends robots oh. that you have to fight. <laughs> and then it's just keeping your combo until the end of the stage. 
and you know you fight bosses so it's really graceful explosion machine with a person who has a cat all right i'm allergic <laughs> to cats though so i mean it's fun the cat, <laughs> cat meows and just Aww. looks all disappointed in life and can you pet the cat no you never actually you just see the cat in like cinematics oh well, it, like okay. purrs and like judges you oh all right jordan let's hear it what have you been playing playing a whole lot of borderlands 3 some more so uh, whenever y'all start it up more borderlands up, let me know someone say borderlands 3 i'll play with whoever starts it if you're gonna start mvg let me know i'll play yeah next week dude are you what are you playing on console or pc ps4 pro i haven't even started up on that okay i can i can load it up Wait, on how here. many copies of it do you have i have it on every platform okay yeah, <laughs> just in case someone wants to play, you never know. I played it on Xbox. MVG wants to play it on PS4. Miss Click could be like, "Hey, I want to play it on PC." That game doesn't have that game doesn't have crossplay then. Uh, it doesn't. It was, it was, I think it was initially supposed to, or it was talked about having it. I don't ever. Uh, that's know. kind of a shame. Well, it's PVE, it right? So I feel like it shouldn't be that bad to have cross-platform. Hmm. Right. So how long are you gonna be on Borderlands Three then? Jordan, I don't know. Well, they said so they just started a new event on the 16th that runs to the end of the month where more harder enemies spawn everywhere so you can farm them. Um, so they do mini events like that all the time. I'm just going through the rest of the newest DLC right now, clearing up all the extra side missions. Okay, okay. what about uh, what about Evan over there? Uh, picked up in that PS4 Pro. No, I picked up uh, Orange okay. Blood <laughs> on PC, it's like a uh, RPG, but its focus is on guns, so there is in the loot base there's sort of a borderlands element to it but it's played out where the weapons you get interact in a sort of turn-based tactic style combat which is really cool uh and other than that i just picked up escape from tarkov just because my friends were playing it okay. Mm. okay okay very nice so i played need for speed heat beat that that's done and i i'm a little more than halfway done dragon ball z kakarot I was going to talk to Max on the podcast today. He he wasn't feeling well, so he's not on tonight. Um, but I'm I've been I've I've enjoyed it somewhat so far. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It, it's it's definitely not the most polished game. I, I was really the way they were hyping it up. I thought it was going to be a because they said it was single player and they could do certain things because it's not multiplayer. I thought they were going to have a bit more polish to it because some cutscenes look really good and then other ones look like they're like from like the PS2. Yeah, the trailers but, looked good, so it yeah, is all, I can see why you think that. It is all over the place sometimes. Mm, like sometimes it looks insanely well like well done and then other times it's just, it's just bad. Uh but the the RPG elements are okay. They have a lot of stuff going on in the game. This the suit they have a skill tree just for your super attacks and moves and then your characters level up and you can see your power levels like they actually show them and that's probably gonna annoy a lot of people because some of them are probably wrong um mm. but the gameplay itself is very similar to xenoverse uh, yes that's, that's what i saw with the game it, it looked and like when i found out it was like cyber connect you know cyber connect 2 and then yeah. when i saw the gameplay i was like something seems a bit off with it so i'll kind of wait because i knew you were excited for it so i was all wait to see what what john thinks about it i'm gonna pick it up i just don't know if it's gonna be like you know day one rush out there go by and play just yeah those those two things it looks too much like xenoverse and um and cyber connect 2 which cyber connect 2 is not a bad developer by the way they're they're just they're just weird at times when they make like because they make the naruto uh yeah the uh, ultimate ninja storm and 
I've had a love and hate relationship with those games for the past decade, you know? Like, it's really cool, and it looks really polished at times, but then other times it's like, damn, this looks like... And I, I, have, with the I, have like I have, like, 60 gigabytes worth of gameplay footage from it, and I, I went through and looked at some of it, and yeah, some of it looks really, like it's almost from exactly from the show, just, like, in 3D, you know, mm -hmm. game visuals. And then other times... That it doesn't look like it at all. And to be honest, they had to fight for that teen rating uh, because they cut out some more, some of the more violent parts in the show. I is just that, wanted to see is, something that was done up in a style of Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku, but on a modern scale. So it's that's what they, I think that's what they tried to do, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Am I not muted? I no. thought I was muted. That's what I think they were trying to do was. Uh, <laughs> that, that's what I think they were trying to do. They, they thought they would uh, try to make legacy of Goku uh, for consoles on that scale. And uh, it unfortunately, I don't think it came out as well as they were hoping. It almost feels like certain parts they were just like, eh, just 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 slap it together. Like there were some cool things they could have done. I like when Trunks goes and slices Frieza in half with his sword and then cuts him into pieces and all that. They don't show any of that. <laughs> so he, he slices through him, then he just blasts him immediately. Yeah, but they showed scanning. Tien getting his arm punched off at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I don't get like there. There's a whole part where like Tien gets his arm punched off. I'm like, okay, maybe they'll actually like try to do some of the more violent scenes. They they skip out on a lot of it. Um, oh, like Frieza getting cut in half with his own like um some destructor disc thing and it, it barely shows it and it's yeah they're, they're fighting for that teen rating i would like to see them i would like to see them take a good bit of because i think this will still sell okay for them oh it'll I, do well oh, i think yeah. they could actually get good sales out of a dragon ball z game that they put actual money and time into um so that's what i would like to see i would like to see the quote-unquote what the big budget triple a dragon ball z game um but it's unfortunately not this one. I do think Dragon Ball fans will like it, but if you're not a Dragon Ball fan, it's probably not going to be something you want to pay sixty bucks for. Is there I mean, is there multi about is, is there any type of multi series is ripe for player? like the RPG genre? Yeah, it, uh, actually, there is an RPG uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z game that I can I can say in a second, but uh, no, there's no multiplayer at all. That from okay. what I've seen, there's none. Yeah. It's all single player. Um, the one the Dragon Ball Z game RPG that I really liked was uh attack of the saiyans yes that is my favorite dragon ball z game of yep. all time it, it's made by monolith soft it's a yeah. turn-based rpg on the ds it's, it's really good it's stuck on the ds yes it, it yes. is it, it, <laughs> like so when i heard this when i heard about this game uh dragon ball z kakarot i thought they were going to go into some of the parts where there is just like they could literally make up story and drop it in like uh when goku's running on snake way they could just make stuff up because he was doing that for so long um they he you don't even you don't even see snake way they just skip it it's just like goku ran on snake way and, and that was it in, in fairness on the in the tv show snake way was garbage dude. It yeah was so, it was so trash they had to make some stuff up but they could have made some cool stuff so now i'm concerned because the thing that i was hoping they would do in this game and i'm i'm getting closer because i'm in like the cell android cell saga right now i was really hoping that other world would be talked about a bit like they would show how goku figured out super saiyan 3 i think they're just gonna skip that like i think oh, that's yeah. gonna happen i think oh, she's yeah, getting they're... skipped and i'm like <laughs> oh 
man. <laughs> but then they do weird stuff. Like there's a side mission where Poir is trying to deal with the loss of Yamcha. So Poir keeps turning into Yamcha and walking around town going on dates. That that doesn't sound what? fun, but it could there's be a whole cool, side right? mission with that. And then you explain uh, like you're Krillin and you explain to poor what Yamcha said about like, don't worry, I'll be back or something or rather. And like it is it's weird. Like they picked out some very strange things to have as side missions where they could have done some really cool stuff. Um, but Attack of the Saiyans is is definitely the RPG to pick up if you want to. It, it's not a like it doesn't cover a map. It basically covers up to when vegeta and napa get to earth and all of that through that part um but they they go in in depth on some things that take place but you know this whole dragon balls you know what never mind i won't say anything <laughs> go ahead and say it jordan no it's all good what's the next topic what else we talk? <laughs> <laughs> uh i was gonna have a whole video up for it at some point but uh yeah it's unfortunate that it's not as good as i was hoping it would be mm. but there you go. Maybe next real, time. Real quick, though, like, you, I know, John, you said about, like, a AAA or a big budget. Like, who would be the developer that could get, like, a Dragon Ball Z game and, like, the combat right, like, big budget? Like, I mean, like, what would, who, who, would, who would Bandai Namco turn to in order to get something like that done? And, that like, is a good question. How you know, laboratory? How... No, I'm kidding. Bandai <laughs> Namco doesn't have to go far internally. I would get the Tales uh, developers to work on it since they already do action-style combat in their series. Mm. Mm. Couldn't they get a couple developers together to work on it? If they really want to put that kind of money into it? Yeah. Can they get like people to focus on the the visual style and the and the and the world they're building, and then some people to focus on the combat and the characters and all that? Mm. That's that's know. the that's the big problem is trying to figure out who could actually make yeah. it work. That's the problem because like Dragon Ball Z, it's such a weird type like how the combat works, you know? Like, yeah. It's such, a, it's such a weird and like you're trying to make like an RPG and then something that's on that scale. Okay, is it gonna be like Xenoverse? It's like it's almost. It seems like they've they've tried everything with Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know where like they turn to because like, like the best selling Dragon Ball Z game is is Fighters, which is just just that's just a two D fighting game. That's a really good two D fighting game. Yeah, but it's the you closest know, it's thing to any... fluid combat you're ever gonna get in Dragon Ball right now. It, well, that's the thing though. So I mean, it's like, do we do we like where do you go? You know, because everyone thinks that Fighters is the best Dragon Ball Z game of all time. It's the best selling one. You know, so I, I wonder what they're gonna do going forward. Because like right now, like I hate to go back to Naruto, but like they're stuck. They don't even know what the hell to do with that franchise. So yeah. you know, it's it's a shame because it's it's. It just like the the franchise just prints money. You figure they could make it work, but mm. it's um, it was it's a very safe game. I'll say that they didn't really take too many chances with it. Um, I don't even think they did any of the movies. That was another problem. I thought they were gonna try to tap in a, a movie or two as like a side thing. They didn't even try that. Mm. Yeah. So, huh. well, yeah, that's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I'll probably do a video at some point, but I'm like 15 hours in now, so. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do that soon for my impressions on it. Uh, welcome a tasty elixir, new member. E emotes. Thank you for joining up. We appreciate that. Um, did I get everybody? Did I get? I got everybody right. Everyone talked about what they've been playing. Evan, you got a Discord question for us? Uh, the plan for Xbox Series X and Xbox One games to be sort of cross-platformy for the first two years. Do you think that's related to maybe the price not being something anyone's going to want to pay right away? I I think uh, Microsoft just wants to sell you Game Pass. 
I, I, I honestly, I, I don't think they care either way if you're buying the Series X or, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna introduce the Lockhart soon. I think it have to be an event that they might have in March, maybe. Yep. That's what I have to assume. Uh, I just I just don't think they they don't want to leave behind the Xbox One crowd, which is weird because it's not even like a, that massive of an install base. Although I guess for Microsoft it kind of is because that would be their second largest. Uh, what do you th- what do you think, Nate? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Damn. British music and the Beatles with the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you had a, you had a strong opinion last time on the Series X stuff when it came to uh, the ins- like the cross generation stuff, where all their games are going to be cross generation. Right. Right. Okay. Now, so what was the question? Do you think they're <laughs> they're they're asked if uh, that has anything to do with the possible price of the Series X and the I guess slower move over to it because it might be too expensive? No. Be- because we believe there'd be another system anyway there. So, like, they're trying to imply Microsoft might price the Series X at a higher price point because they have Lockhart and the Xbox One to. Well, I think the Series X will be six hundred dollars either way. X. That's the Series not going to be six hundred dollars. You think it's going to be five hundred? Yeah. You think it's going to be the yeah. same price as the PS5? Yeah. Interesting. I agree. No, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, I guess, how that turns out. I mean, um, like, like kind of said last week and even in my own video, it's Microsoft. For that first year, Microsoft does not care. What the hell was that? <laughs> Microsoft doesn't care where you play the games. They just want you part of that ecosystem. Right. They, they want to sell you Game Pass. Yeah, whether you're playing on PC Xbox One, Series X, Lockhart, your phone, and you have Game Pass with xCloud on your phone, they don't care. They just want you in that Xbox ecosystem because the Xbox is now a brand. It's no longer just the box. Yeah, they figured out how to, they actually figured out how to charge PC gamers for a subscription. It's actually impressive. I'm, I'm a bit surprised about that, that that actually snuck its way onto the Windows Store and people are buying it. I also want to say, too, like with Microsoft, I think it's smart because every single time you start a new system, you're starting from ground zero, right? Like you have to rely upon only the people that are buying the new system. Well, why do that when you can still make money off of like millions of people who already have the box? So it eases the transition. You don't lose as much money. You know, when it comes down to things, you're going to get more sales. Having games available on 40 million plus xboxes and then on top of your new system that's a good idea starting out i think i think that's a good idea that's why people love backwards compatibility right um so i i don't think it's a bad thing i don't think it's because it's going to be too expensive i think it's just like nate was saying you know and it to me to me it makes sense because there's going to be people who just can't get the new system at launch but they they might want to play the game and if you're still going to have the game available cool people want to buy the new system that's also cool too so it makes it it makes sense to me in terms of what microsoft does absolutely makes sense yeah i think more people are happy that it's going to play the older game or that their system now will be able to play those games as opposed to the people who are the other way around like me <laughs> who want yeah, to I'm, take advantage i'm not happy of about it Oh, like, MVG isn't. Okay, all right. No. So he's on my side. Here we go. All right. Even even when the <laughs> Xbox One came out, like in, was it 2013, 2014, you had, 2013, you had, yeah. you had Rise, you had Left Left for Dead, uh, not Left for Dead, was it Dead, Dead Rising, Rising 3, mm-hmm. you had Killer Instinct, you had Forza, you, you know what I mean? Sunset I mean, Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Why 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 can't we have Xbox that? Xbox actually had a pretty good launch here now. Why can't we have that this time around? Huh. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get there. It's just not going to be at launch. Just give us like two games. So then what's the point of making a new system? 
Exactly, exactly right. Why is Microsoft, you know, basically saying we don't care? You know, we're we're happy being number three in the race. We don't care anymore. We just <laughs> Boy, so just buy game. Thing. We'll be happy. See, that's that's the thing that's kind of happening here is the console wars are over. They're done. We can no longer look at Microsoft's success or la lack of success by measuring how many units they sold. Microsoft's success now lies with Game Pass, Xbox Live, xCloud subscriptions. And that's mm. that's the path they're moving in, and that's where they're going to find their either future and success or they're going to find their ultimate failure. They've broken through those shackles of just console gaming. They have basically have embraced a PC type of approach where the Xbox series of products are low-end PC, Series X is high-end PC, and for those first 20, 24 months, they're going to support that entire line and hopefully branch out with the Game Pass to the other devices, whether it be on Switch, PC, you know, wherever. And that's where they're going to have that large amount of revenue come in. They're no longer just confined to saying we have to sell 90 million Series X. They're going to say we have 500 million Game Pass subscribers. Mm. Well, does that mean that Microsoft isn't really competing with Sony then anymore? They're not. Com they're competing with Sony the same way Nintendo is. So what's the point of the new system? To sell you Game Pass and their services, and basically, Microsoft's basically selling a Steam box at this point. It just it it's a little. The, I think the concerning part though is the the future. Uh, for me anyway, looks like we may lose the competition between the companies. And competition is good, no matter what anyone says. That's my that's my main concern is that we may lose the competitive drive between these companies if none of them are competing with each other. They're competing just not in the direct way. Like people would say, ultimately whoa, whoa, they're whoa, all whoa. still competing. Direct in way, direct way. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about that? <laughs> they're all they're all competing for your time, but they're also competing against Netflix. They're competing against your phone and mobile games. That's what they're competing for is time. The days of Nintendo versus Microsoft versus Sega, those days are gone. Oh, it's I no longer these Sega three companies this. staring at each other <laughs> with their arms crossed saying, we're going into the octagon and we're going to knock each other out. That's not happening anymore. Now it's who can provide the most in a efficient manner to get the most people engaged. And Microsoft is trying to do that with Game Pass and xCloud. And you even see Sony with PlayStation Now, or the rumor we'll eventually get to of oh. Sony okaying potentially Horizon to PC. Even mm. Sony is evaluating, maybe we'll bring some of our own first party games to the PC platform. But dude, that's mm. a four year old game. That's yeah, not, that's, that's, that's different. I mean, I, I, I get the, I get the, you know, the comparison, but that's an old game. Hmm. Uh, let me go. Let me go through. Which actually, we'll come back to that soon. When we got the Horizon Zero Dawn stuff. Uh, let me go through some of these super chats. Start with uh, Agent Quato saying, uh, "Loads of juicy gaming news this week." Also, thank you Spawn or OJ for recommend uh, recommending Dragon Quest Eleven S because it's been on my backlog since release. Just finished the story in seventy five hours, but there's more post story. There absolutely is, by the way. When you get to Jeez. the end, it's like, hey, there's a whole other game left. So that's insane pretty ridiculous uh fire emblem three houses is next on my list that's how yes. you're you're gonna go through like two games 
in like six months. <laughs> yeah, those are two giant. <laughs> those games are back long back. games, but hey, you know what? They're they're uh, very. You feel very accomplished after you finish those games. But yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven S, good game, good game, absolutely. Very good game. Did you did you get in any of the Dragon Quest games, Alpha? Yeah, um, I I didn't get Dragon Quest Eleven S though because I just played the original mm-hmm. and. I was like, I'll just pick it up at some point down the road whenever it's cheaper. Like, I know it's got a shit ton of new content, but it's kind of like I picked up Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition, for example, and I I played that to no end on the 360, and I was all psyched for it because it also has a bunch of new content in it. And then we've got uh, Persona 5 Royal coming out, Mm -hmm. which that's also going to have not only a bunch of new content, it's going to kind of be like an entirely different game to a certain respect which uh i'm excited about but it's like man i, I want to go back to dragon quest just to see that because i did i liked 11 a lot like I, I really didn't play one that much since eight so it'd been like a good minute i like nine a lot the but... 2d mode is really cool in, in 11s the uh going like to the 8-bit 16-bit mode or whatever that that's really cool when you do that it's just like it, I tried telling some of my friends about the game, but they were just like, I don't know. They they were not into it. Like they mm. they they thought Dragon Quest was just kind of boring, but they like RPGs. But they were just like, nah, man, it's just it wasn't grabbing me. They're like, it looks nice. Huh. And they think the soundtrack's good, but they're like, for some reason, shit ain't doing it for me. And I was just like, I'm, I'm all alone in my hype here. This kind of sucks. My, the little trifecta crew. <laughs> And only me on the island, all alone, waving the Dragon Quest flag around. But because it's not flashy, it's not like like when you see Dragon Quest, it's not like oh my gosh, it doesn't have all these like gimmicks and like bells and whistles. It's just like a really nice like RPG, like cut and clean. Like whereas you look at like Fire Emblem Three Houses, like there's the whole gimmick with the different houses and all the different stuff that's gonna happen with the whereas Fire or whereas Dragon Quest is just straightforward. But it's really good. It, it takes a while to get going, but. I don't know. I think that's what uh, I mean. A lot of people do see that, like, oh, I mean, it looks okay, but they don't want to get into it, you know. But Dragon Quest is mm. really, it's really whether you play the original on the PlayStation Four or you play Dragon Quest Eleven S, they're both really good. So well, you get to you can look forward to uh, uh, Tales of Arise soon. Yes, Alpha. I'm, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I'm so that could, be, that could be coming. That could actually be coming a bit sooner than, than people were thinking. I hope so. Oh, oh. what? Mm-hmm. Oh, that oh, could be wait, fun. What? Oh. I was like, that game could be pretty cool, I think. Tales of Arise, so. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's go through some of the Super Chats here real quick. Uh, Xavier says, congrats to Player Essence. Oh, thank you. Appreciate uh, it, man. Wishbone says, I fear that that next-gen SNK Neo Geo might be underpowered. Those fears would probably be correct. Uh, Console Gamer says, I love every fighter they add, no matter uh, if I know the franchise game they are from or not. Had no idea what SNK was before. Yes, I'm younger than Fringe. (laughs) 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 Adam Foster says, hey, I love your content, man. Also, uh, Byleth is probably my favorite DLC so far. I get that people aren't happy, but those Twitter reactions, though. Uh, LMAO. And then, of course, Sonic says, I finished... The first of the uh, Nico Para games, and I am enjoying the anime. Also, I'm reading the uh, Interspecies Reviewer, which is a great anime so far. Did I say that wrong, Evan? No, no, no. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just the premise of that anime. It's a... Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> T. Joe says, even if you don't care for uh, Byleth, at least 
we got to uh, fight. Uh, we get to fight some of the three houses. Awesome music and a Nintendo waifu as amiibo when Sakurai decides to release it. Uh, Justin says, uh, Alpha, my cat is doing the same thing past few years. Did you have to go to the vet or just buy some stuff? Can you tell me the name of the meds? Um, <laughs> the medicine's actually sitting in the next room. Uh, I end up going to PetSmart for it, though. And right beside it, they had like a little veterinary area with like several people working there. And they're like, no, just buy that. Uh, damn, I'm actually going to go grab the stuff because I feel bad now. <laughs> Mm, kitty advice i love it uh fish fan <laughs> says uh uh rgt85 lunch of the lunch meat of the week also rip mitch we had a bit of both going on we started the week out with the honey ham leftover and then because it snowed it snowed a lot here today um yesterday i went and got a pound of roast beef just in case i can't leave the house for a day or two Okay. All right. There you go. Three inches of snow. <laughs> Look, Here. I don't like to drive in the snow if I don't have to. Oh, it's gonna the... rain. It's, it's a dusting it's year I am, but... Ultra mega hairball formula. <laughs> I, I, you know what? It, it might not be Raid Shadow Legends, but we can at least hawk another product <laughs> on here. Right? So, uh, yeah, it, it's. I don't know. It, Ever since I gave that to him, he hasn't been acting up at all, which I was glad because it had me kind of scared that he'd like something random because I was mm. redoing part of my house to turn into a gym mm -hmm. and there was just there was stuff everywhere. I was like cleaning debris. that area of the house to, like down in the basement I've never even really fucked with. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, because he's like he's only like seven months old. So he's stupid. He, do he does dumb kitten shit. So it's just like, man, I hope he didn't just like eat something random off the floor and can't pass it. But he seems to be cool now. So, yeah. Uh, and then we have uh, Bry uh, Bryson says, I'm happy. OJ's happy about Byleth. They look fun. Uh, and then Max says, uh, DBZ Kakarot looks like DBZ World Mission at times. It it does look pretty bad at times. I would like shockingly bad sometimes. Like they, they forgot that there was supposed to be a texture on the ground bad sometimes. <laughs> Um, and then other times it looks really good. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, like you, you know, uh, a game is is uh, a little all over the place when Digital Foundry does a um, uh, you know a, a video on it. They did one recently on it on the game. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Okay, yeah, okay. They, they tore it apart. Oh uh, yeah, there are some there. It's so weird. Sometimes they just forgot to put grass on the ground. It's really weird. Uh, I, I I don't know. Um, I don't know. Why I'm glad that, that you mentioned the stuff about the movies. Because it seems like I know that they say, oh, well, they're not canon, so they don't really count. I'm like, well, I mean, it's a video game. You can do whatever the fuck you want with yeah. it. And the movies, in my opinions, were a lot of times way better than the show, mm -hmm. like by yeah. a considerable margin, not just like the art and the music, because damn, they they did a lot of the the other characters who don't get a lot of love way more justice in the movies and I, I just thought they were more unique it reminded me more of like what they did with dragon ball where it's more like a straight up self-contained adventure yeah and like that's just a lot of untapped potential and then was it dragon ball fighters with a z uh they're just like yeah we we're announcing more characters and just like 50 gokus and shit I'm like, yeah dude, like, I, come on man like some of those are yeah some of those earlier movies like uh world strongest i like that one a lot world that strongest. was good dead zone is good world dead strongest zone. is really good Yep. that was more about solid. the that was more about like the choreography at the fighting and stuff that they had set up and it was less about just blasting everyone with stuff it, it was it was good i like yeah. those ones a lot dude the animation in some of those movies too 
like you just appreciate it so much like all that like it, it was like pure top tier 90s hand-drawn animation everything looked all fluid and smooth i love that yeah um so we'll come back to the uh the super chats a little later uh after we get through some of the topics we want to go over the the smash character that got unveiled because this was was this let me ask let me ask oj was this the most was this the most controversial character for ultimate so far in terms of internet reaction Yeah. yeah Yeah, absolutely. This is the most controversial character. And I knew it. I was on a freaking plane and people were looking at me all weird. When I found out that Violet, I was on a planet like on the Atlantic Ocean or something. I was somewhere there, I think. I went back into I was forward in time, then I went back in time and I was looking at everyone's I was looking at everyone's reactions and it was fan I knew this was gonna cost so much salt and I was, oh, I was so ready for it. <laughs> it was, I was so ready it, for it. It got hose mad trending. It's a good good thing. Yes, it did. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it got hose mad trending, but this is the most controversial one. And because it's a, another Fire Emblem character, you know, and everyone's saying that there's too much Fire Emblem in the game. But I love Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Is, the DLC is coming out. It's selling really well. You got to yeah. have the best selling Fire Emblem. Like you can't have the best selling Fire Emblem game of all time because Three Houses is the best selling Fire Emblem game of all time. And not have the main character from the best selling Fire Emblem game of all time. You, you got to have it. And I think mm-hmm. uh, that's why the next Fighters Pass. I think Bobbleth would have been a character that was in there from the beginning. They just didn't have the time. And that's mm-hmm. why the next Fighters Pass is six characters instead of five. Because they're just like, this is supposed to be a character that was just going to be in the game. So people just need to chill. Just need to chill. Don't worry. There's more characters coming. But uh, they just wanted to get this in down instead of doing it later. Hold I think on. you How do it now, then later. How they have left uh, for to come? Like, is six. it five or six characters? Six. They just but announced the six. current pass is done. Next pass is six. Okay. Yeah. See, I was wondering about that. A lot of people, like I, dude, I wasn't, I wasn't home at all. I didn't go online at all throughout all that shit, dude. I, I hopped on. I just hopped on Twitter because I was oh, like, Man, I can fuck with my phone, and it, it was just like, you know that that one scene where it, I forgot the fucking show, but dude with the glasses, he walks in and everything in the office is on fire and everybody's yeah. freaking out. That was the internet. Everybody's just losing their shit. I'm like, why? And I'd seen and immediately. I went, oh, oh, shit. Oh, God. And I just kept Suzanne Summers. Nice. But uh, yeah, it was just, you know, it was it was a mess. Everybody was like, why the fuck couldn't it be Dante? Which admittedly, if it was Dante, I'd have been geeked as fuck and just, ah, I need that in my life. Uh, Sean told me it was going to be Dante. Look. Oh, okay. yeah. It's, also, it's just another weapon using character. Need more plants. It was simply a theory. I, I stated that in the video. Like, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Byleth. Uh-huh. I don't think Byleth is a bad character for the game. I think Byleth was a bad fifth and final character for the, the DLC one pack. The timing of it was kind of shitty, especially when you have characters, you know, from series that you did not think were going to be in Smash Brothers. And then, you know, a lot of third party characters. And then you get yet another Fire Emblem character. My biggest problem with it, it was honestly the reactions of people. It, it's I, I talked about it in my video today. Cheap plug, go watch it after the show. Um, but there's like this 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 mindset that if you 
if you're happy with it, you know, if you're not happy with it, you're a toxic person. Like, fuck off. Like, yes, there are people that go <laughs> to way too big extremes. And both toxic doesn't necessarily even mean necessarily bad. There are good toxic people and there are bad toxic people that are, you know, there's something called good toxic where you just consume everything that you're given. And like, oh, Nintendo said, oh, look how happy Sakurai is. Do you want Sakurai to be upset that you just like this video? Like, people are going to have opinions about things and as long as they're respectful about sharing their opinions on things that's fine I, you know i don't think a vast majority of people were negatively overly toxic about it but it's just as bad to go out there and bash people for being upset or disappointed i guess would be the proper word um with that character announcement because me personally i was up until like 3 a.m the night before I woke up at 8.30 to watch that, and I saw another Fire Emblem character, and I was like, oh, okay. And, like, I, I couldn't even really make, like, one of my long videos on it. I literally just sat there for a few minutes and talked about it because it was just so meh to me personally. Now, if there are people out there that absolutely love it, great. You know, that's awesome. But don't be upset that other people weren't as stoked as you about it. I just go with the tried-and-true tactic of not giving a shit because <laughs> i was just like okay and i just went about my day i didn't give a single fuck i was like i mean that's cool i i i suck at smash brothers so i just play it like the most casually that i can like i'm a yeah. fucking cloud user so that that right there should say my level of skill in smash brothers and yeah. i'm the same way like i'm very casual with smash and i'm very casual with pokemon so i feel like when i see things that are happening within those communities that's why i like to talk about it because i'm not on one side of the fence or the other i don't love everything about smash brothers i don't love everything about pokemon i'm very much so in the gray area where i could take it or leave it but i know that there are people that are so dedicated to both sides of the coin so it's always interesting for me to sort of look at those fandoms and look at the reactions to them and see the overreactions both the overly positive reactions and the overly negative reactions to it and it's just it's crazy it's just weird I mean, to me like i i get why people get mad about it because you know they're they're obviously like they're fans they're big time fans extremely dedicated to the show i mean look at like the the pro like the smash players that are like super into this shit let alone just people who are into like nintendo franchises in general but like me i'm, I'm just like i know it's gonna make somebody out there happy like i'm i'm still out here waiting for like jill valentine to show up or like dante from Duff may cry or some shit like that but i i know that as much as i want them ultimately i just want doom guy and now it's probably never, ever going to happen, but it'd be fucking fantastic. And yes, I want to have a chainsaw and, and the fucking boomstick. So just, Final Smash would be the BFG, man. Dude, it, it, BFG, oh, look, that, that's got to be like his final be shit cool. that he uses. It's the only way that can happen. But I'm just like, oh, man. I mean, there's it, plenty of room. There's still six uh, six slots open. You get Master Chief in there, Doom Guy in dude, there. Dude, sometimes, like, I, I see fire think, but I'm just like, it's not that far. That's the concept. Like, if you can get Solid Snake into Smash Brothers, you can you can get Doom Guy in there. Like, yeah. come on, he's killing demons. They're not, like, people people, right? Yeah, it's I, want, I want CJ from San Andreas. Let's go. <laughs> come on. I, oh, I, I, I want another shit, Fire Emblem bro. character. I want Tiki. I want Tiki from Fire Emblem in the game. Let's do it. I I'd be so I would love I that. Care less about any of the Smash stuff. Think, it is entertaining though. Well, I think the part that was the most disappointing about the Smash stuff is that the the trailer was very like the trailer was awful. 
It was basic. I'll say it. I'll say I it. That trailer it. was awful. No. No. It was, what they, 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 it like, was so three houses. You should. Uh, here's your invite to Smash Bros. It was so bad. That voice acting was awful. I wanted to swerve. I wanted them to just drop into that like. Was terrible. No. That was the worst trailer I've seen yet for needed, an invitation. I needed to see them drop into like a Kingdom Hearts world or something, you yeah. know? And yeah, I, I, thought thought was I thought it was Sora. Sora's about to okay, get this end. Now that, we've got all the, now that we've got all the hate and I'm not on the fence out of the way, let, let's. Let me. My turn. My turn. I, I haven't said anything yet. I don't, I don't care about the character or not. I just said the trailer was awful. Yeah, I, just, I think the, the trailer. trailer fit the game. I think no, because all the other trailers are fun. This trailer was like, hey, work, you know what? Let's work it to it, and you guys still would have hated it. So what's, no, what? No, I, I don't care either way. I don't. Let her finish. Let her finish. I'm finished. You slipped through the thing, anyways. And here, folks, is the toxic over positivity coming. No. Okay, listen. Here's the dude with the half naked lady on his screen. Go fight me. Whoa, it's summer. She's very classy. Listen, yeah, okay. Um, so I overslept, and then my husband was like, "Yo, you just like turn your alarm clock off." So I was like, "What the frick?" So I literally told him. I handed in my phone. I was like, "Can you go on YouTube for me and pull up the direct?" and then leave it in my history so I can go and click on it later. He pulls it up and he goes, the name of the character is in the title. So you're gonna get spoiled as soon as you go to click on it. Mm. So then he, that's what led to him, like me doing the whole blindfold hold thing. So when I watched the thing after the fact, I didn't know that in the actual live stream, uh, that soccer I saw and like put a whole disclaimer ahead of time saying, this might not be the character a lot of you want. And I, I had no idea until I think I watched it. I watched someone else's reaction to it and they were watching the live stream. So the fact that he already knew it was coming, you know, in a way, it made it seem like he was put in between a rock and a hard place. And HMK uh, was in my stream earlier and we were talking. And I agree. I think it's a bad timing thing to have it as the final part of the DLC. I think the kit looks great for the character. I think the character is a great character to a great game, but I can understand why there would be all this hype, especially after them not being at the Game Awards. I can see why people would get upset. I think it's very valid. Now, do I feel like people should just say, I should just like stop working and I'm not going to buy the future DLC? Like, that's fine. Like, you're technically paying for a grab bag. Like, if you're upset that this is what you got in the grab bag, like, I understand. But, oh. I mean, if Oh, they're gonna buy that that pass. Right. Yeah, they probably are. Like, oh, yeah, that, I mean, that, at, at this point, like, you should just yeah. buy them a la carte. You know, um, so I, I think it goes both ways. Like, I understand why people are upset, but at the same time, again, it just comes down to how you react to it and how you respond. Because there have been a lot of dis disrespectful people, and I am the first person to say you can have your opinion, whether or not I agree with it. That's the whole beauty of having opinions. But at the same time, like, just like, at, don't be a dick about it, okay? I'm sorry, just don't. And like, language, good lord. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I think. I think the kit looks great. I think the the weapon and the fact that you can use the relics is awesome. But again, it really is. It really is on timing. It really is on timing. I think yeah. they kind of had to get it out. If, if he was going to be in the game, they kind of had to get it out now, right? The DLC is coming out. If you make Byleth as a character in the in the next one, then it's, at some point the disappointment's going to well, come. Right. So, like, mm. when do you do? When did it? Terry? Think, when did Terry they, come out again? If they had flip flopped it, no, if they'd make no, Terry no, 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 last, no, no, no. would that have been too soon? Yeah, after people were pissed about. 
people are pissed about yes. Terry. People are pissed about, about Terry. But this is like, hold on. I will fight motherfuckers being mad about Terry. Like, people know, I can people play, are asking I can about play Terry. Fatal Fury and King of Fighters basically my whole life. When I had seen people say, who the is that motherfucker like like another Pokemon trainer? I was like, oh how dare you? How dare no. they're mainly Pokemon you motherfuckers. Couldn't they have used Byleth for like um hmm. how they how they saved like how they had Hero and then after Hero that like immediately they had another character. What was it, Banjo? In the same direct? Am well, I thinking that was right? E that was E3, I but think. But couldn't right? they just save Byleth for like the opening to a direct and then had like Sora at the end of the direct or Doom Guy or something? No, because then been, we would have been waiting for this character until probably what, April or May. Because mm. then we're doing... looking into the first character of the next pass. So, I mean, that's that's just a whole issue of different problems could have when done it comes a to DLC rollout. They could have been like, in honor of it, we're going to do a special release character that's not part of the past. And then we should sure. do something like that. What people have to remember is Smash Brothers is it's a fighting game, which yeah. is kind of based on the idea of it's Nintendo marketing franchises to people. Mm -hmm. They also market third-party characters. Mm -hmm. Look, I mean, look when Harrow came out. Right when Dragon Quest XI dropped on the Switch, they put Joker first because they wanted that big announcement at the Game Awards. You're having Persona 5 Scramble come out in a few months for the Switch. Banjo was really just kind of a, hey, Nintendo and Microsoft are cooperating. Terry is a historic character of value. Look what happened with Byleth. Nintendo announced an hour after that Smash Direct or whatever you want to call it, new DLC. Mm-hmm. So the timing is just advertising Fire Emblem Three Houses DLC. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to remember is ultimately the game is fan service for Nintendo to market a product beyond Smash Brothers. Is the optics were poor for this character. He concluded the first DLC pack. The character fell very flat. If it came out at a different time, like if he was the first character of pack two, probably would have been a little more well-received, but he just, it wasn't the right time for that character to be introduced well, to Nintendo, fans' expectations. Nintendo very well could have been like, hey, DLC's scheduled for this date. You need to have this come out for the DLC to kind of promote it. You know what I mean? So, again, yes. it probably sounds like he was like, you need, you got to do this. Yeah. And that's oh, no, where, I, I like, think, like next year. As he could. Yeah. Well, see, like, next year we have six more fighters coming out that's going to span 2020 and 2021. Do yeah. people really think Nintendo's not going to throw a Breath of the Wild character into one of these years? Because when they're going to advertise Breath of the Wild 2, or they're not going to throw in, you know, any character in their history if they have a game coming out in that respective franchise? Of course they are. I can't believe we didn't get a champion in the first pack of DLC. Right, yeah. Because that just would have made some sense. And you know those six characters. They're going to be marketing a game Nintendo has coming out in either 2020 or 2021, whether it's another Metroid character or whatever they have planned. Who knows? It could be, you know, if they what have a new be, Pikmin wait, game, maybe they'll have another Pikmin character. They're going to advertise uh, the games they have. Hmm. And whether it's a third-party exclusive or just a third-party, like, yeah, we could still have Doom Slayer. We could still have... You know, does a random third-party character come in those six? It's going to be whatever has the most impact. Mm -hmm. And right now, Fire Emblem Three Houses is a, a very important game to Nintendo, and they wanted to market it. But two of the five characters in the first DLC pack had nothing to do with what Nintendo had going on or any third-party companies had going on. No, Terry was a historical... Well, was a historic 
figure. It's something that Sakurai said, I love this franchise. I love this character. I love that company. That was like his passion project of a character. But wait a minute. There's a bunch of uh, Fatal Fury games on the on the Switch. Like the, the Yeah, there are a ton games. of eShops. There's okay, but they're, yeah, but they're just... But it's not they're... a new one. Like if yeah, they had a right. Sam Show character come yes. out as a DLC, it would have made... He would have said it was like, oh, because Sam Show is coming to Switch at the end of the mm. year. Sakurai would talk about how he used to play Fatal Fury back in the day and body people uh, in the arcade. So mm-hmm. I think that was definitely a, a you know a, a, a passion project for him that, to get definitely. that. Also, isn't that, isn't that... That's really popular in... um. Well, South, I, South America, right? Very, very popular. Th- yeah, that would make sense. But Nintendo's the one who Ni- Sakurai said multiple times that Nintendo, Nintendo picked, picked the characters. Him. He already picked so, all. They already picked all the the ones for the next pass too. They're already done. Yes. Already That's so why he can... said Twitter's not gonna like. You can't just keep <laughs> requesting them on Twitter. Like it's yeah. set. <laughs> so you can say it's a passion project for him, and I guess it is. But Nintendo picked the Nintendo picked all these characters for this. So well, remember they did a popularity poll way back on the Wii U, and they a lot of those characters have then. become DLC. <gasps> Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, wait, no, the most recent one. Never mind. They're not going to get Goku. No, I don't care. No, dude, Lloyd was number one. Let's go. Mm. You see, I don't know if he has. He's not really historical. And if they don't have a Tales of game coming to the Switch, he doesn't really even have a marketable aspect to himself. Maybe, say he's more maybe, popular than Byleth. May, <laughs> maybe. T- actually, I, I, I don't he's know. Not. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I actually think. Uh, I, yeah, I think Byleth. I think more people know Byleth than Lloyd. I think. Yeah, I think I said Lloyd, and not. people were like, "Oh yeah, Lloyd." We're talking about the, the R and B singer, right? <laughs> what? The R and B singer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, well, what, if, what if what if Tales of maybe Tales of Arise uh, ends up getting a late port to the Switch, and to make up for it, they add Lloyd as uh, as a character to throw in there. And then Lloyd makes his way to Smash. Boom. Meanwhile, poor Golden Sun. I know. Poor. poor Golden Sun. What's that? What's Golden Sun? What is Golden Sun? <laughs> that's that something. game that. That's that thing that Spawn Wave leaked on Twitter and got oh, it. Oh yeah, excited. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that new one was coming. Oh no. Oh no. Well, it's better. It's better than a AAA Knights game, that's for sure. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> okay. moving on. <laughs> oh man, uh, so, uh, E3 2020. Sony's not going to be there. Shocking. Shocking. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sean had to eat a plant because of because uh, because yeah, it was so shocking. I, I gotta say, I was a little surprised. Um, I didn't have the inside info that Nate did, so I didn't know. But I never um, said that. <laughs> but, you, uh, as soon as the stream last, it you was. Laughing. They never talked about it. It was obvious they weren't going to show up. Oh my gosh! Last year, you know. The message was, look, we don't really have anything to show, so we're not going to turn up. And that, you know, that made a lot of sense because they were kind of they already they'd already shown off everything that they were going to bring out. But this year, I was a little surprised that they they said no. And I think the message is very loud and clear that they don't see E three as something that is in within their interest. And I I would say that this is probably the last time they're going to show up to E three. Well. Two Agreed. years ago was the last time. I don't think they're going to come back. They're not unless, coming back unless something significantly changes with E3 in the format. I don't think that they will. They'll ever come back to E3. Mm, they took some. Yeah. They took a. They took a shot at the ESA a bit there because E3, as we know it, and I know people are going to start typing at their keyboard saying you're wrong, Nate. E3, as we know it, or as we have known it, is dead. Mm-hmm. E3 of what we hailed as the Christmas of gaming, this holy event 
is finished. It's no longer going to be that. And if you compare the attendance rates of other gaming expos around the world, E3 is at the bottom. The Tokyo Gamescom Game Show it. does 250,000 people. Gamescom does almost 300,000 people. E3 does 65,000 people. Yeah, when so I got when I say E3 is dead as we know it, what that means is, and we've seen it from the ESA, they want to focus on public attendance. Mm-hmm. So they can infl- so they can get those numbers up. But E3 has never been about public attendance. No. It is in, it's a professional It was supposed to be a trade show. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what, were you, yes. what were you trying to say, Alpha? <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just saying when I got to see the numbers for E3 throughout, there was like a, a full decade where their numbers were absolute trash, and that was during the time that they were only letting like industry insiders in to check everything out, and then you had third parties, first parties, who were just kind of bailing on the show. And they're like, "No, we're good." And then you have somebody as big as Sony who's just like, no, we're going to do our own thing, our own Nintendo Direct-esque show, and we'll completely control that. And, I mean, that... I, I don't know where they really go from here. Like, uh, if companies keep on deciding, like, oh, yeah, we're we're just not going to do it, what do you do then? It I mean, Microsoft, so apparently, like, their stuff is completely across the street from yeah. where they usually hold this Yeah, at. I mean, when they so, say that... They're, they're, when, they, when they come out and announce we're going to be at E3 that, I mean, they're going to be, what they're saying is we're going to be across the street at our theater hosting our own event. So everyone should come in the tent, but they're not technically at E3. You know what I mean? So it's really, it doesn't really make much difference yeah. to Microsoft. Strangely, strangely, Nintendo's the only one at E3 then this year, technically inside. Kind the of? Well, no, I mean, Microsoft still has their booth. They still have their demo stations. Nintendo still has their yeah. demonstration, just like, EA, Sony will have no presence there whatsoever. No company actually has a conference at E3. It's all yeah, they, Nintendo has anything. The, they have the they have the treehouse in there. Yeah, but I mean that's part of their booth. It's not like you can. They just they, yeah they live stream it. They're not yeah. taking stage time though. So no, but if you if you look at the the map and everything they'll probably lay out, it'll be like Nintendo with a massive amount of square footage and Microsoft. But that's where like their that's where E3 and, is basically becoming. Yeah. They're, they're gradually transitioning towards the Tokyo Game Show, Gamescom, or even a PAX, where it's just, we're going to have our booth, we're going to have demo stations, we're going to open this up to a public, you can come in. And you're kind of, if you're going to make those big announcements, you're really better off what Sony and Nintendo have even done on their own with the directs is, we're going to host our own presentations, we're going to control the flow of information. If we want to host an event where you can play the demos for the media, we're going to do it on our own terms because if E3 is just going to become a public convention, then that's not the E3 everyone has looked forward to. You're going to get those big announcements at other venues. What were you saying, MVG? Uh, I was just going to say that everything that Microsoft did last year, because I was I was there last year, was in their theater. Even the even the booths and the, the setup for to play the games, everything was in their theater. They didn't have any oh. presence at the convention center at all. So just, just keep that in mind. Hmm. Mm. Yep. I mean, but that's what I'm just... saying. I mean, they they basically... so Microsoft's basically not even really no three technically. No. Wow. Not... Oh, there you go. So I guess it's like out of the three, it's Nintendo that's left at E3 then in the in the actual convention center. Hmm. And the mixer booth. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Will Ninja be there? Oh my god. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Uh... They're gonna they're gonna pull some some people in there this year. I mean, honestly, how? Yeah, here's my question: How long there. until Nintendo is just like, eh, we're not going either? 
right now for them just to throw the booth, get some public discussion about their product, it's probably still in their interests. But people, what people don't know is Nintendo in July and August, they invite media to an event on the West Coast and the East Coast where they show all of their E3 content. And this is a way for the media to get it who didn't attend E3, get their time to have hands-on right up the previews and everything. So E3, even in Nintendo's eyes, is a little bit, is it's it's losing focus. But if ESA does fully shift to a public domain where they're going to have 100,000 just public attendees start to Maybe you see Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony put up some demo booths just for that purpose, but there's so much competition between Tokyo Game Show, Gamescom, the PAX conventions. E3 much, just kind of seems like it's out. How much, how much does E3 cost Nintendo, you think? For their booth, it's yeah, it's a lot. Like just their overall trip. Bring their overall trip is probably in the range of $100 million. I just found our Golden Sun budget. All right. So <laughs> we're going to stay away from E3. All right. And we're going to make well, Golden Sun and probably I feel like else. they could take half Nintendo of it and just has... do their own event and just call it. Right. <laughs> if they wanted to. I mean, in reality, how does E3, if they want to stay relevant, where do they go from here without becoming like everybody else? You know what I mean? They become like everybody else. Is that the only way? They yes. have to become everyone else. So if you can't yeah, I think so. Them. They have to become the Tokyo Game Show or Gamescom. Well, people they, still go though. I mean, technically, yes. don't people at Public this point have like can. they gotta they gotta move it too. They can't have it where like they're in like with the convention center in L with the LA yeah LA, LAX or something. They gotta move that thing to like I don't know a bigger like Las Vegas or something. I go somewhere like bigger yeah. if they're gonna do that. Um, what, I don't they have think... to. They have to change several things. If they want to go public and they still want media to attend, you have to have a day or two before just, commi just committed to just mm -hmm. media mm. you it's cannot have a hundred thousand public walking the show floor while you have thirty thousand media trying to get coverage yeah, some conventions Can't usually do uh thursday and half of friday is tends right. to be the media right thing. so e3 would have to do that or if they want to offset some of these costs where all these companies are putting in millions and millions of dollars for a booth and everything else they might have to charge media for their pass. No longer do the media get a free entry. You might have to spend fifty or a hundred dollars for access. Yeah, I think that I yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's worth it for what you get out of it for press and I mean, coverage, yeah. yeah. And some people in this thing are saying, "Oh, no way, a hundred million dollars." Okay, I had a friend who worked in marketing who was for a small indie, and all they did was park a truck in front of the E three convention center, and it cost them upwards of a million dollars to park a van for a day. So for four days, it cost them almost $5 million to park a truck. You don't think Nintendo's getting a friggin' quarter of an acre of land for $10 million for less than $100 million? You're out of your mind. And they have to pay staff. They have to ship things. It's not like you just walk in and say, oh, here's a $25 million. They got, about, uh, they got about 400 employees working it. They send in employees from Seattle. Yeah, you know, kind of right. You know, it starts to build up. Yeah, just set that set that Golden Sun budget over there. We'll put the Mother Three budget over here. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, it's E three uh, is gonna be interesting. It's gonna uh, it's gonna suck, John. Just say what you feel. Just say. What I you mean, say, I man. was gonna go, and now I'm like, now I'm, <laughs> no, I'm like, joking. yeah, I saw your tweet. Why do I go? Like, what? Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go there. I'll, I'll I'll see the new Xbox. I'll see the new PlayStation, uh, and I'll see some probably some cool games from Nintendo that they'll unveil and probably have playable. Maybe Breath of the Wild too. Now it's like Sony's not even going, and I, 
it just doesn't feel like there's like a point going there now. So what do they do? They have a new system coming out. What do they do to generate in their own way besides just a direct? That probably or just, sorry, they, uh, state they, of play. They put like a logo out and it broke the record on Instagram or something. They'll probably yeah. do their own event, like big event, and then they'll probably yeah. do a bunch of small events. Like when Nintendo was launching the Switch, I remember they went around like the US and did mm -hmm. like a bunch of like they were like basically they showed the switch off and let you play it i remember i went to the one in washington dc and you just they just had the public come in everyone got tickets and you mm -hmm. went into like this room that was like it was pretty big but they basically had like techno music playing and you walked around yeah. and you just played games and yeah, uh, that probably if they did that apparently if they did that a hundred times throughout the year leading up to it they would spend yeah, the same I, amount I, of money agree. i mean i think february next month they'll announce you know they'll have their um yeah their their uh, keynote thing and then i think you know the pax conventions like comic-con san diego um just kind of all the big kind of conventions that that come up throughout the year they'll they'll have a an, a, mm. an attendance there and they'll, they'll show off the hardware that's kind of what they said they said we're gonna focus on a bunch of like smaller events throughout the year leading up to the ps5 yep. and I mean, at this day and age with social media and the internet, you you probably don't need to go to E3 anymore. Nah. Nope. Nah. Um, but it's gonna be interesting. E3 will be will be something this year. We need we need them to bring back Space World. <laughs> oh yeah. Just go all in and just say fuck it. No more Nintendo Directs. We're just doing uh, Space World again. Man. <laughs> nah, screw it. Do both. Yeah. So we also had, oh, we're going to go over this topic, then we'll go over to some of the Super Chats. Uh, we also had, we had, this was the week of delays. Did anyone notice this? Everything got delayed. It's true. Let me, Alpha, how do you feel about that Final Fantasy VII delay? I mean, <laughs> I, I was making jokes because I was like, man, everybody's hammering this shit out of Square Enix, like nobody's business. And it was a couple weeks. And CD Projekt Red was like, yeah, our shit ain't, ain't coming out until September. They're like, oh, bless your heart. Oh, you <laughs> lovely soul. Take your time. I was like, God damn, people. What the <laughs> fuck? I was like, yes. look, a couple weeks. I'll wait a couple weeks so long as the game comes out that I've been waiting like a billion years for. Yeah. So once it comes out to be as amazing as I want it to be on day one, that's that's all I want. I waited this long. Everybody's waited this long. That that's fine. Take your time because a bad game is always going to be a bad game. They Doesn't matter how from, many times you patch it. That shit's like it's the first yeah. impression. You'll never get over it. They delayed it from March third to April tenth, um, and then Avengers got delayed. Which, I, I, you know what? I gotta admit. No one really cares. It's Dude, true. I, I feel I legitimately feel bad for Avengers because I've watched footage of that a couple times. And there's part of me I'm like, well, that doesn't look so bad. And then the other times I'm like, ah. yeah. Is it the thing where all the actors for it walked out and they were all like, Yeah, we're excited that we were, you know, used in yeah. this game, and you're just like, You shouldn't They're be on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be. That's tough though. But they, wait, it. wait, come on. They put their heart and soul into that Avengers game. You need oh, to respect God. that Avengers game. I'm sure it's gonna be a great game. You and if you're negative about it, then you're a toxic <laughs> individual. <laughs> That's the mindset that, that people it's are going to start creating. So by the annoying. Way. No, I think I think most people like you got to give them credit, though. Like it sucks. This is a this is a like a what would you call a franchise? It's been established at this point. Like you kind of associate this era of actors with certain heroes and the fact that you have voice actors that some of us love. But it's like this is weird. Like you have been told Black Widow is this person 
for how long at this point like 12 years or something this person's captain america this person's thor and it's hard like they've milked the marvel and dc in my opinion for so long at this point that i just feel like people are kind of ready for something new mm. so it just keeps getting pushed back and i feel like people are just kind of like all right just it's kind of played out for us you know i think that there's a lot of people who they only know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. To Versus them, comics. they're just like, well, that is Marvel Comics. Exactly. So you need to translate the likeness of those characters mm -hmm. over to this as if, like, the comics themselves, they've never, never existed. existed. Yeah. Like, the comics aren't there. Doesn't matter. Fuck all that. The animated shit, nope, that doesn't exist either. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, I th I know like a lot of people are dogging the shit out of uh, Captain America, which I mean, he did look goofy when he puts on the helmet. He looks fine. And he looks like Captain America, but it's like they're walking this fine line of looking like the Marvel movies, but looking like the like <laughs> I don't know. I I guess like the extras or like the stunt versions the look like the stunt yeah, people, <laughs> people were <laughs> yeah, saying they're the stunt oh, doubles. God. That's that's its <laughs> biggest problem is yeah. they didn't do enough to. I'd rather the characters look nothing like the characters than kind of like it, but just a little off. And because you look at Black them. Widow and you're like, that's yeah. Not See, that's what I was. I was it's it's like Scarlet, but not Scarlet, especially because mm -hmm. she has like a movie. Like she's still relevant. Like her character's right. still around. It's hard to do that so if they completely either had a new roster of avengers characters or literally just changed up some more features about them that'd be fine that we wouldn't have this situation but the fact that it's such in that uncanny valley of it kind of is but isn't that's the problem that people are having that's the problem when you look at it you're like it's it's so close that it hurts to look but at. like but you see the weird thing is you look at some of the characters in marvel ultimate alliance 3 they looked better than God, but that's also completely different. That, it's a stylization art style. Yeah, like yeah. it's a straight stylization. Like I'd rather the Avengers game, like honestly, at this point, not be a realistic look because mm. they're going for that realistic look, and then that's where they're falling in. Like how to design these characters? They're clearly modeled after the MCU with with tweaks to them. Uh, so you would think most comic book games they would get away with doing like cell shaded looks or something cool like that, right? Than trying yeah. to have. That's it, like the time you can do it. And you can be like, it's it's based on the comics. I don't tell you. Like, yeah, but I feel like at the meeting for this, sound effects and it would work. I feel like at the meeting for this, they were definitely like, let's get on the back of the movies. Like that, that was definitely their focus. Uh, real quick, welcome mm -hmm. to uh, James Lale, new member. Thanks for joining Woo! up. Uh, Alpha, what were you trying to uh, to get? Oh, uh, I, I was just gonna say, look at Spider Man. Like that's probably one of the best examples. Yeah. Not only like a triple A title that's a licensed game and is based off of comic books, but it's a great example of something that it's not mirroring the movies at all, which mm -hmm. obviously a lot of people are super familiar with all, all the movies that have come out, but they weren't expecting like when you see it, it's obviously like its own thing. Yeah. And people were still really into it. Nobody was freaking out that it didn't look like one of the actors inside of it or, you know, it didn't sound like so and so. Mm -hmm. It was just an extremely good game, except mm -hmm. for the part where everybody was really mad about puddles for like a week and a half. <laughs> That shit was out of control. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man Spider Spider -Man 2 on the PS5 is going to look nuts. It's uh, exciting. It's going to be crazy. Uh, oh, welcome to... Uh, uh shane leslie Yay! their new member thanks for joining i was up. um i was hoping that they would uh back to final fantasy i was hoping yeah. that they would, <laughs> they would drop the demo as a uh our apologies for the delay by I mean, the way I've, he, I've heard that i've heard demo. that demo is pretty cool so uh here's hoping it's it's really soonish 
Jailbreak. Wait, did you say they delayed the demo release? Do you think they will? Or do you um, think they might still, if the plan is to do like the anniversary of the original game's launch at the end of the month, do you, you think they stick to that or do they delay it a couple of more weeks just to keep it closer to the actual launch day? Um, it's a game that's going to sell. It's a, I mean. it's a good question, man. I, I don't really know what the play is for them right now. I mean, we keep, I mean, I think we said last week, maybe we think the 30th is when they're going to drop the demo. Um, they could go either way with, with the demo. You know, so I would say they're probably just going to hold hold with what they have, but I mean, they could easily, you know. I'm ready for that it. demo, man. I'm ready. I've heard it's pretty good. Me too. So I'm excited, I'm excited uh, to check that out. Hopefully it is a raid. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we also had Cyber. Oh, the Iron Man. Iron VR Man game. VR. Put some respect on it. Delayed. <laughs> Everyone loves VR. Okay. Uh, Look how successful <laughs> it is. Yeah, let's skip over that delay. Uh, 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 Cyberpunk 27. That might have been the big delay with Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. uh, That's a significant delay. happen. That's a significant delay. Five that months. Is September 17th. That is a. That and is quite the delay. Project yeah. coming out and saying we have to crunch really hard to make that date. That, that's that's, like, yeah, that's, that not, good, uh, that's not good publicity. That's Dude, crazy. That, that broke my heart to hear because that's a massive team. Like we're not talking about like like a meager small team. They're huge. Yeah. And the idea that like they were talking about that, they were talking about the multiplayer that's planned, even though it's not gonna be coming out for a while. But you know damn yeah. well they're working on it right now, plus whatever expansions that they're gonna be working on. But I'm like Damn, how did you delay it all the way till September? But you've got them working like triple and, and, and quadruple yeah. overtime. All I've heard, all I've heard the last literal six to eight months about the game behind the scenes is that it's been almost a nearly impossible task of what they're trying to do. Something... Basically, everything that they've shown off is not a hundred percent what the game is at all. They've created something beautiful with this city and they've shown it off as this is what it's gonna be. And then the whole time they've been, hey. We need to actually make this a thing that can work and do everything that we shown off or promise. The ideas that they've shown has just been like, mm. here, we want to do this. And now they're at the point where it's okay, we have so much still to do. I thought another delay was inevitable. I didn't think that when I'm hearing stuff in October that this game is having massive problems, even getting some of the functions down and just basic areas, this game's not meeting its April release date. I half expect it to be delayed until early next year. Well, the, the running story for years was that they would keep coming up with ideas, and then they would spend like the year trying to make it work, and then it wouldn't work at all, and they just have to axe the whole thing and then try something yeah. else. Like it was a very rough time for them, according to a lot of people. It's it's an ambitious project, and I and I'm I'm a, that's one of my most excited games. Like I love Blade Runner. I love this kind of like futuristic aesthetic that they're going for. I'm very excited for this game. So I'd rather this game keep getting delayed until we get to a point where it is what they want it to be at that promise and that vision that they first off showed. But, uh, to play somewhat devil's advocate here, at what point in time do game developers realize that maybe they're making these release dates too soon? I mean, this isn't an isolated incident. Final Fantasy VII, right. The Last of Us Two, Doom, uh, uh, Cyberpunk. Like it's getting investors and shareholders. It's, it's it, you have to, but you have to be honest. Is that so? You play the short term game and try to make your investors happy? Yes. They're not fickle. Anyways, that's, that's, gonna, that's how it goes. That's business. But you're yeah. gonna you're gonna get that dip anyways, and uh, I'm sure the investors are very pissed off right now. 
buy things like that. I think video game companies need to start, you know, respecting these dates more or just give just give windows they, what, what happened? they used to the main company that did that all the time was blizzard they would just say yeah we're working on it and then people would be like when there's we'll tell you shut up and then well, so that was kind of how they ran yeah. forever until activision snatched them up yes. and now they're beholden to those people because before it, it's they had so the much money that they could just buy their own island and not give a crap about yes. anyone else oh, but now I they're think, I part think of things I think something that kind of sucks is it's not really the developers all the time that are just like, hey, it'll be finished at this point in time. It's a publisher handing down marching right. orders mm. saying yep. you've you've got to have it done by this date. Yeah, that's the whole situation we've got, we've got investors to go to appease. We've we've already chalked up like the best outline for a release window for it. And right now it's it's like if they keep pushing it back, then you're releasing software that's technically going to be going up against hardware. And that's that's a slippery slope because a lot of people are going to be wanting to buy the new systems. And it doesn't matter if it's backwards compatible and shit. People have to go and decide where they're going to spend their money. And CD Projekt Red has like an extremely good track record. So they know that they're in, they're in no position to fuck it up, and especially since they're riding high right now. Like with the Witcher TV show, with the game now just getting even more sales than ever, the Witcher card game online, there's that other one I always forget the name of. Gwen. But uh, about it's like they, they can't take chances, you know, and it is stressful. You're like you're you're basically pushing the envelope of what is possible this generation with a game that technically should probably be a launch game for next generation. Yeah, but, I'm going to be I'm going to be curious to see that thing running on the uh, base Xbox 1. How big of a game do you think it's going to be? <laughs> that's that's I, what a lot of people I've talked to have questioned whether or not we're seeing well, whether or not we're seeing probably the whole massive. map or if we're just seeing small sections and the game actually only massive. takes place in small sections of like a really nice backdrop. Mm, so there's a little bit of a worry huge. there. They talked uh, about it not being nearly as big as in like yeah. not even just like sheer scope, but also length as something like The Witcher, because that's what a lot of people are kind of using as the measuring stick in terms of like expectancy. But to me, I, I would guarantee that this is probably going to end up maxing out the disc easily even like a dual layer and they're probably going to end up having like a mandatory download well even uh, F uh ff7 ff7s come with two discs yeah, i, th I two honestly discs think that's marketing i was uh. talking to my friends about that no shit and this will sound goofy but the fact that final fantasy 7 8 and 9 they came out on multiple discs and now you're bringing back this game. <laughs> and how often can you tell people, oh, yeah, we're bringing out a, a game on two Blu-ray discs. You never see it. Well, we had a Red Dead Redemption 2 was. That was oh, on two Blu-rays. Uh, so I, I don't know it. if it's just... <laughs> I don't know if it's just games are just getting to the point where they need 100 gigabytes in space on the disc. Although, apparently, next generation, the file sizes are supposed to come down, actually, which is interesting. Or come down to the quality, like, depending on what they do. But, Nate, what were you trying to say? You are trying to get in there. Yeah, to like Sean's point, where we do see a lot of companies, be it Sony, Microsoft, where you announce a game two to three years in advance, and it's it's strictly it's for hype. It's to sell those, those consoles, get that excitement going, and then you have Nintendo who will sit there and say, oh, we're not even going to talk about, I'll say Animal Crossing. Yes, it got delayed. But Nintendo sat on Animal Crossing for as long as they could until they finally announced it. And they gave it a date. And then I got so. Them. You basically have 
you have the company who can either come out and show you a logo like Metroid Prime 4 years in advance and you never see it again, mm-hmm. but it gets you excited and you're going to invest in that hardware, or you do what Nintendo typically does of, we'll announce the game six months before it comes out. But it's okay because they didn't tell me when Metroid Prime 4 was coming out. Right. So I'm not disappointed. Or I mean, that, that's you not disappointed, <laughs> but there are lots of people like, when are we getting it? And it's part of the yeah. back of their mind is just being annoyed. that well, they Those are know. overly negative, toxic people. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, like Final Fantasy VII, they showed us back, was that 2015? Yes. It's E3 2015, yeah. The crowd was freaking out. But see, like, that's the thing. Like, you, they showed it back then. It got everyone excited. And three years later, we're still waiting for the game. I mean, how well, long, they, how long did they show like Breath a, of the Wild? What was uh, Nintendo being drunk and just <laughs> not knowing what the hell? They're like, yeah, we have a new Zelda. Was it 2014? It was yeah. a while. I remember that. Like, it's yeah, a game, it was like three years. I think it was the, the Game Awards? Was it the first time that we saw it or was it at E3? It was E3 20, or the Game Awards, one of those two. I think it was E3 saw that, like, feel that first trailer. Thing. Yeah, he's, E3. Getting, he's getting chased by the Guardian. Yeah, E3. He jumps yeah. off the horse with the cloak, yeah. But like the yeah, Switch then, put we a whole then we saw them play it at the Game Awards. Mm. Like, because like the Switch was coming, so they knew that they had to. Everything moved to developing for the Switch, basically. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't want to have the same situation like with Skyward Sword. Like they didn't wait for that game; they just released, which they kind of had to with Skyward Sword. But then, like when was... the Wii U came out, there was like I thought yeah. you meant the motion control. <laughs> but uh, seems <laughs> great. Oh man. Uh, let's uh, let's move over to some of the super chats before we finish up with Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Evan, we have a Discord question. About six left of them, yeah. Okay, we can go through them then. Holy, just hopefully a quick one. <laughs> Anyone here? If Doctor Kawashima's brain training's coming to America yet? I'm surprised that it didn't. I some release dates had it the same release date as Europe because I included it in my um in my Switch video for the month of January and then. It didn't come out, and I don't know. It's it's really strange because it is out in European regions. So mm. you really want it, everybody? Huh? Looking at you misled everyone with your January games, you bastard. That was negative toxicity. Look at Nintendo <laughs> delaying a brain age game. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, really? We have a we have a another Discord question. Have, have we heard any more about the one terabyte sand discs uh, catching on fire in Nintendo switches? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything with that. I think that might have been an isolated case, but uh, uh, as far as I know, Nintendo reached out to them to double to check into it. Um, Dude, I'm just getting visuals of somebody sitting there playing, and their shit catches on. Apparently, fire. they put they popped it in, and it burned like a hole in the back of their. There's a lot actually. of people's recently with you know their Switch getting smoke stuck in it, ruining the fans. So <laughs> uh, we have a no update on that. I think that might have just been an isolated case. Um, we have another. Discord question, Evan? Got a tinfoil hat question. Do you think Nintendo didn't give enough money to uh, Keeley to get a, to get more games into the earports? Yes. Who is that? Who said yes? Who was that? <laughs> Who do you think? Is that Sean? <laughs> no. Nah, uh, well, uh, Nintendo didn't really announce anything, so they, they I, I assume they didn't give any money. <laughs> uh, Saving that money for E3. Oh gosh. Oh. Uh yeah. Uh no, it's just it was it was it was it was Sekiro's night. There you go. Uh we have another score question. Uh with Evan. the new consoles, other than the fast load times that I'm guessing the uh RTX stuff, 
Uh, any other features we're looking at for maybe something they could pull off? With those, well, there's talk of uh, PlayStation having a PlayStation assistant with a microphone in the controller. It'll be interesting to see how that goes over with people. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's some interesting stuff with with the PlayStation Five that we do not know about yet. And I've been trying to think about what they could do, and it's it's very difficult because they're ta- they they talked about adaptive triggers, the the tension will change. I didn't even think of that. So, what do you got, MVG? Uh, I was going to say. What do you know about the PlayStation uh, Five? Uh, a microphone and a controller. Um, <laughs> man, the P- I'm telling you, the PS Five. Something weird is going on with that PS Five. I'm telling you, something's going on over there. I don't know what it is. What those something fake wide renders from 4chan? Is that what you're? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a literal those look, Xbox PS Five. Those look te- those look terrible. <laughs> uh, no, something something feature wise is going on with Sony, and I don't know what it is. Mm. They're doing something. They're doing something. I don't think it's backwards compatibility either. I don't think it's like PS3 backwards compatibility. Something else is going on over there. So I'm really interested in this reveal event, though, because I don't I don't necessarily know if they're going to show up with just a a powerful box with ray tracing or and all of that and games. I think there's something else to the PS5. So I, I honestly want it to be called the powerful box now. <laughs> like <laughs> fuck all the PlayStation 5 stuff. Just call it powerful box. I'll 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 buy several of them. Oh my god. Because it's gonna be weaker but it's still gonna be five hundred. Why why? Why not? It's not gonna be significantly weaker. It's none it's, of this nine teraflop bullshit. No, I didn't say that much, but like if it's if it's like we're looking at less than like a 10 to 15 percent difference. So I mean, they're going to be in the exact same ballpark. Just one has home run power and the other one's warning track power. So there's not going to be a hundred dollar difference because of that. But what but why? Why don't they just do the same in terms of power? What, what, what are they putting the money into otherwise? It's Sony. They always cheap out on something like the friggin DualShock 4 analog sticks melted. They cheap no, out like, on something in some melted? way. Like, yeah. like, what was that? How are they melting? Have your analog sticks just fall apart for no reason whatsoever. Like the, the rubber mm-hmm. coating mm-hmm. that's on the analog sticks just deteriorates. It it just dies oh. for no good reason. I'm telling it's you, I think red. y'all need to wash your damn greasy hands. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> all that Cheeto dust. <laughs> yeah, all that Cheeto dust. God damn. <laughs> I think I think they're gonna have something interesting to show with the PS5. That's all. I hope that they just don't decide to bust out a bunch of dumbass gimmicks. I don't need a motherfucking touchpad on my controller. There's rumors that, oh, they're going to put a screen on there. I don't need one. Like, give me a pocket station if you're going to do some shit like that. I'll just buy it separately. Yeah, what about that with battery banks to our uh, controllers now? crazy like apparently they're talking about having like multiple different like little paddles on the back i'm like okay whatever that's cool but just don't don't put a bunch of stupid ass gimmicks in it just just give me a system give me legend dragoon shut the fuck up make me happy (laughs) (laughs) ah man blue points doing ape escape come on oh man that would that would annoy (laughs) so many people uh now they're probably happy they're probably just doing demon souls escape's coming but if it's Ape Escape, you know where you heard it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, Shadow of Nexus says, thanks for recommending Daredevil Spawn. I loved it. I assume you're talking the, about the... The, the movie Netflix with Ben Affleck? Yep, it had Netflix to be the Affleck movie. The Netflix show yeah. is my favorite, dude. Yep. No, it's all about the Affleck movie. Affleck. <laughs> uh, Tasty Elixir says, Spawn cast thoughts on the MK11 Joker trailer? No. Did yeah. you guys Did you guys check that out? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I've now, seen it. 
I, I liked it. You know what? I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. He does the, the thing where he gives him the cake and it's supposed to be like a friendship thing and it blows up and he shoots him with a machine gun and all that. They, they made Joker, I think, more fun than some of the other characters. because he, he does some really weird moves. Not a fan of the design. You don't Do like you, the design at all? His character design looks like fucking hot garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least I'm I was not alone. I was more thinking of the move set, but I mean, he look the the Joker was he's been fun to play as ever since like they did was it uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat, and like it's it's pretty much stayed true since then. It's just for whatever reason, like this is their second design of him because mm-hmm. they took you know they took into consideration everybody's feedback, which was extremely negative or as as sean points out it's been very toxic but toxic uh, <laughs> like like in general i saw him and i'm just like damn dude you you look terrible you look like you park cars on the weekend to afford a pass <laughs> convention i just don't get it like i like the, mo- the move set looked pretty cool some of the stuff he was doing that was poor neat. hairline but anytime they do anything with the joker man it's always like uh so controversial half the time when they do anything with joker i thought it looked uh, okay it seemed like it was pretty cool yeah the move i, I think the moves that they put in were were pretty fun some yeah. oh my god fun. i was just watching it. he walks up with like a music box or yeah, something he has or the, a jack he has the, in the box and it blows the, up he has the batman with the machine gun in his mouth yes. that he, the batman doll yeah some of those are fun there's some yeah. fun details in there um fun uh eric says happy saturday everyone witcher 3 on switch is great have it on ps4 but never played it uh brian says consoles typically don't have stellar launches yeah oh come on wait what PlayStation had ridge racer uh, nintendo 64 had uh, mario 64 nintendo 64 launched two games xbox had halo games to it summoner mvg all those games that all sounds like a digital foundry introductory paragraph to me <laughs> i think you've been reading them i actually agree with john lindeman's tweet about that i, mm. I missed the I he missed did the... miss breath of the wild as a recent example of that though he, he did he did but i guess you know that was on the way you so maybe he he intentionally it was on the way out. Out. how can you knock the switch i had one two switch yeah. Don't you have it sealed like everyone else does? (laughs) (laughs) The American dream. But yeah, I I, I got his point of we used to look forward to that revolutionary game at launch. Yeah. And it just seems to, I mean, Breath of the Wild is a recent example. It just hasn't, you know, like the 360, what was that revolutionary game? Call of Duty 2. Call of Duty 2 was pretty awesome. Yeah, Call of Duty 2 was fucking awesome. What are you talking about? Didn't Oblivion launch with with that system? Mm, was no. it a launch? Or I it thought it came a few months later. I think it was Oblivion. March. Yeah, it was a few months later. But dude, Call of Duty Two. Like I remember going to. I want to say it was Best Buy. No, it was some other place. And it was Fye in the mall. Okay, I remember this now. It was Fye in the mall, and they had Call of Duty Two on the 360, and people were like, "Yo, throw the smoke grenade." And you throw it, and it looked like real smoke, and that was it. I was like, where do I pre-order this thing? <laughs> yeah, you don't remember movie, that? Movie after review said Condemned. I believe Condemned was a oh, Condemned title was as good well. Too. It, it, Project it Condemned was super Racing good. 3. Yeah, PGR was good. I mean, every, literally oh, every PGR console. Three. Come on now. I, literally, I, was, I was on Forts at the time. I was, literally yeah. every console that's done well has had a, a decent launch. 
Call of Duty 2 was good though. I mean, it was on uh, PC as well, but like Call of Duty 2, see, guys. I mean, but that's the. I mean, the I'd guys, say the, the games that you guys are mentioning aren't anything that's like, oh my gosh, like they weren't revolutionary. Revolutionary. You got to put yourself in that time frame. I got to put yourself... myself in that time frame, and when Dude. I bat, and I didn't buy the Xbox 360 at launch, I didn't Dude. think it was that great at launch. I just, so I, didn't I just, I just played Call of Duty Finest Hour on the GameCube. I guarantee, if I fired up. Uh, Call of Duty 2 on the 360 on the same monitor, it would look like a generational leap, like what Lineman is trying to describe. Exactly. I just I look at that because remember remember the 360 launch period was the time of shiny objects because literally you'd, everything looked like wet yeah. or like like covered in water on the 360 because they just put made everything shiny. Um, but I just remember the 360. I mean, dude, come on, perfect dark. No, no, you can't use Perfect Dark as an example of something good at launch. That That's game was a, a steaming pile of shit. That game was horrible. That it game was, was horrible. That, that game was so. That game pissed me off so much. It was much great because you would shoot no. the enemies and there was there no was... recoil. They wouldn't like, go, oh, like that, act like they're getting hit with a ball. That game pisses me off to this day. I remember I'm. I had my 360 pre-ordered at the EB Games I was working at. Mm. I was like, oh, I can't wait to launch it because the manager set me up, even though we weren't getting enough for all the pre-orders. That if you work there, he was going to give you the 360. Right. And I read the review of Perfect Dark Zero on GameSpot. They gave it a nine. I was what? like, it's going to be awesome. Everyone else was giving the game like sixes. I was like, no, yeah. I trust GameSpot. It's going to be good. Get the game home. I'm playing. I was like, what the fuck is this? What's the other one? Cameo? That was another launch title, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think Dead or Alive 3, 4. Which one was it? Launch? Four. I mean, I think it was four. And that game was awesome. 360 didn't have the killer app, but it had a fairly decent launch lineup plus it had the live arcade stuff like out of the box mm. from day one so there was already stuff mm. you could download and start playing which is kind of oh, cool do you remember when fight night round three hit the 360 though yes those man. graphics at the time holy oh shit. yeah and halo halo 2 and 1 were just backwards compatible out of the box from what i remember you just needed a hard drive rainbow six vegas as well that that looked yeah. sick when that came and out we played halo 2 all the time anyway so we just literally just dropped i right played a ton of rainbow six vegas on the xbox 60 that's one of my favorite games on that's a good time right there yeah i i really think Online. that it should be noted that the the mighty unstoppable dreamcast at launch had sonic adventures soul caliber it had power stone and it had house of the dead 2. i mean yeah, that's, that's pretty good <laughs> i'm just that's saying good. that's that's a pretty oh. damn good lineup i just saw this awesome. title in the chat geometry wars hey. that, game that was, was amazing that, that was a big thing i remember that being like people would talk crazy about that game yeah, geometry Wars was yeah that was an awesome game at that launch geometry so uh do we have another we have another discord question evan uh two left um kind of i guess this one uh shouldn't microsoft just kind of pivot and maybe just focus on putting game pass everywhere and just stop selling consoles like if that seems yes. to be their goal no no <laughs> <laughs> okay then. that's All right. Good discussion, boys. And <laughs> maybe a better discussion. What console do you think had the worst controller? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, if we're talking just straight-up first-party controllers, uh, <laughs> the, oh, the CDI is up there for me because that thing's unusable, really, and it's not meant for games. The Atari Jaguar controller, is <laughs> I don't know, I even know how to fucking describe it. The D-pad on it is just fucking miserable. 
Um, the Nintendo 64 controller was built for people that grew up next to a nuclear silo or some shit. <laughs> That's um, not fair to the people of Chernobyl. Oh my god. <laughs> Those people are they toxic. They should be playing PC in there. Oh my god, dude. Uh, okay, so bad. we're talking about bad controllers then, right? I'd say the Jaguar as well. I, I would agree with, with Elf on that one. Jaguar was, was terrible. I don't, I don't get with the, the Jaguar hate. I think I, don't, I like it. I don't want to go with the easy one though. I don't want to go with like like that's an easy one, Jaguar, right? That's the uh, N64 is the easy one too. You know what I'm gonna go with? I'm gonna go with, uh, man, that's tough. Don't say the Duke, man. If you say the Duke, I like yeah, the Duke. Actually, was alright. I was alright with the Duke controller. I'm gonna say oh, that controller was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. I loved the man, Duke. That's Duke tough. Was, Wasn't the was PlayStation that? One controller annoying to anybody else or just me? Oh, man, that was a good if you go from like a dual shock to yeah because you go back the analog yeah. yeah yeah you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the dreamcast controller Ooh. yes Ooh. yes wow. i'm gonna go because i'm well you gotta you gotta think wow. here. i'm trying i'm going between 360 controller which is great controller gamecube great controller <laughs> i'm going on the line i'm like i'm gonna go with dreamcast I mean, the Dreamcast, yes. it like, I love the Dreamcast, but man, like the dead zone on the analog stick is it's fucking nonsense. Well, my problem is the D-pad isn't very good on it. The cord comes out of the bottom when they wanted to come out the top. So in order to solve that, they put a notch on the back for you to literally route your cable around. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go with that. I'm, I'm going I'm going to go with something maybe controversial. I'm going to go with the Wii U gamepad. I big. It's agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Its battery life was trash. Its range was trash. They didn't sell yeah, them separately, and you needed it for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, they didn't I sell agree. them separately. Well, My yeah. nephew bit the analog stick off. I called. Mine. I called Fisher Price to double check. They don't sell them separately. Well, yeah. also, I mean, they were cool as a TV remote. I never. I don't. I you lose One TV of remote. The best whatever. TV remote I ever had. It was great. No, um, also, I think a lot of the games that you used, uh, I didn't like the motion control and the calibration on it. Like, um, Twilight Princess, like, they messed controls up, I think. Like, Epona in Twilight Princess, like, Star it Fox. becomes incredibly hard to control for some reason. Like, the, the horse is drunk or something. Um, and, like, the, the motion control for the arrows and stuff, like, I, I just feel like it wasn't optimized the very well. The is that system had like one of the worst controllers but then also one of the best controllers with like the their pro with the pro controller it was cool yeah the Wii U it's pro so weird is like, one of the best controllers ever yeah, nice. like, like, yeah. how do they have like both of those on the it's strange um but i guess the switch technically has the the good pro controller and the who, good uh, tablet technically when it's away from the who's seen the <laughs> sega saturn plate controller that's oh, the man. worst controller oh, I've God. ever used. It's like a it's like a dinner plate, and it just has talking about just... the Knights controller. Yeah, you talking about the Knights, the 3D analog stick? No, no. There's just this controller on oh. the, the Sega Saturn that's just like a plate. It's just horrible. I used it. Plate. It's just like a plate, and then also like the, the the Sega controller. It's plate? not the worst, but I mean, like for Street Fighter, I just remember having. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the USS Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, it's like something like that. That's well, the three That's Star the Trek. nice controller. Dude, that controller is amazing. That I don't like that. Plate. So good. Yeah, wait, that's like the that Millennium Falcon. Wait, that's that's a Knights controller. Yeah. Hold on, Hold yeah. on. let me double check. The Knights Why? controller is like. That's I, the, I don't think this is it, Sean. This only has this only has one A on it. 
It was just a controller that was similar to that. Whatever. My friend had a. a no, that. We, okay. We the, the controller that Miss Click put is a Dreamcast controller. No, no, I'm talking about Sega no, Saturn. No, that's not sorry. the Dreamcast that's controller. That's, 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 that's the Japanese yeah, that's 3D the Japanese controller. controller. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, it's sick up. button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's but a like, nice controller. The Sega controller, like the Sega Genesis controller, like trying to play Street Fighter with that was just horrible until they added like the other controller with the but with more buttons. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I, there's a lot of crappy controllers out there. I guess Jaguar. I remember just playing. I'm like, this controller is trash. The Sega oh, Activator. Some of the ones. Like, I what are some of the controls that have like, number had, like numbers on it? Like, and television. Yeah, like Atari. Dude, like, like some of the Atari. Like, had like numbers. I was going like, to say, we're going back to old controllers. I was trying to keep it mainstream, so we had to make a hard choice and like yeah. pick up. Like, yeah, you know, otherwise, I, I had to go with Resident Evil 4 GameCube controller. That's a chainsaw. It's hey. off. Fucked up. Original <laughs> Xbox, any iteration of the original <gasps> Xbox controller. What? Fuck what? that Man, controller. That's, that's heresy. What? Ter Dude, the D-pad. The D-pad is absolute dog shit on dog every dog single shit. one of those so controllers. Toxic, <laughs> so toxic, Sean. It's factual. <laughs> they can't so talk toxic. it's factual. Wait, but, hold up, though. Yeah. But the, Most of the games are like 3D games, like where you don't even really need to. Like, yeah, but you, you're supposed to hack your original Xbox. But, uh, but 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 it has that the xbox controller had the breakaway cable that doesn't mean it's a good controller designed for the, the rage moments it yeah great. it's designed so that if somebody trips over your cable it doesn't rip the whole box down <laughs> yeah also the they... also the stick layout the feeling that's a good controller right there especially that s like, type the con yeah i was gonna say the s type controller ended up becoming like the de facto standard for the pc controller that everybody's been using ever since. Yeah. D-pad sucks. Mm -hmm. The D-pad wasn't very good. I'll admit that. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely toxic. never liked it. I, even <laughs> right now, the current Xbox One D-pad, I still don't like it. Mm, it's yeah. it, like, it throws me off real bad. I don't know if it's just because I'm used to like PlayStation and Nintendo D-pads, but uh, I just can't fuck with it. Well, I mean, I guess we could tangent question. What's the best D-pad? looking good. Yeah, actually, it kind of mm, is. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, the best D-pad? Yeah. The Sega Saturn version two controller. Mm. No fans or butts about it. No debate. Move on to the next question. Compared to even like a Super <laughs> Nintendo controller? There's no debate, sir. Are you sure? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll go through some of the, more of these. Oh, this is, is that the last Discord yep, that's question? Everything. We're good. Okay. Nice. Go through some of these uh, super chats. We still had one topic left, and it was an interesting one. So we'll go in a little bit over time, but we did go on a little later. Um, we're trying to figure out some technical issues. Brent says, do any of you play uh, visual novels? What are your favorites? I do. Uh, I mean, if, if it'll count, but uh, the Phoenix Wright series. Yeah, that's about oh. none, really. my, my all time favorite one. Sure. I know that's kind of like stretching it a bit thin there because that's more like a text based adventure in, in a lot of ways. But uh, if I'm not going to go with that, then I guess like, I mean, I really like the. I'm always bad at pronouncing it, but Dagnaropa. Um, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm terrible. I think a new at one's coming that. soon. Or they're just announcing a new one soon. What? Not Monster Prom or something? They're, apparently they're announcing something, so that'd be interesting. What the hell is Monster Prom? I have no idea. I just hear people talking <laughs> sure about it. Sure you don't. Sure you don't. I don't want to read <laughs> I'll look it up. Uh, uh, Eric says, Glad OJ is back. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Appreciate that, man. I really do. Rusty Jaguar says, even though I'm a bit upset with Byleth, I'm happy for people who wanted him. Also feeling certain Crash is making it uh, because of his impact in gaming history. I actually, I'm, 
I, I do think Crash will end up being one of the six. Yeah, I'd love that. I think so. Makes I sense. think so. Yeah. It makes sense. Everyone looks at it and goes, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Not happening. Or just more fire. <laughs> Nate, just, Nate just let out on mass, so it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, not happening. Yeah, I don't see Crash happen. Uh, well, hey, we do, none of us know. Nintendo does. We don't. You never know. Gordon Freeman, I'm telling you, Half-Life Alex is coming out. Here we go. <laughs> what are you? Uh, that was an act. Do you know that was an actual like rumor that Smash channels were talking about at one point? No. Like, yeah. Gordon Freeman? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Go for this. That, you could name dude. almost any character and say that they were talking about it, and I would 100% believe you. Uh, yeah, but the Gordon Freeman was actually being entertained as real. Yeah. What? Like the Grinch? Really? Grinch oh, there we go with the Grinch. Quite reach the heights <laughs> Nate, of the Nate Grinch. about to get some music put behind him while he yells at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> quite reaching that tier, but people were spreading around Gordon Freeman as like a fact. No way, dude. Yeah, I made a video on it. Uh, the, I told the, people to shut the hell up. <laughs> that that sounds like your channel. Uh, the the basement van says, "What should a reimagined kid Icarus game be?" I feel God of War, The Witcher, and Breath of the Wild mix. Hell, what the? F sorry, no, Factor Five trying to make that. Sorry, play like dog shit. No, there's there's no. Sorry, let me come up. There's no need to re like redo Kid Icarus. The one on the 3DS is already really good. Remake they just need to it. make that modern. Hmm. No, that one already is a mix of kind of like Reboot. what you're talking about. Not really, mm. not the god of war but but it already has a nice mix of gameplay it just needs it doesn't need to be done it doesn't need to copy those kid icarus already they already reinvented kid icarus with the 3ds game they just need to make it hd and make it to where the controls better are controls yeah yeah the controls are not very good game's good controls are ass yeah the game's amazing that's the only problem with the game is the, the, the controls that's the i love having I to buy a whole separate device play the game a little bit better it came with it it came with it <laughs> and it came with a stand fringe if the, the stand don't help the stand help. Stand don't help as much. Wait a minute, is that JoJo's reference? No, no, okay. no it's not a JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juice Man Vaughn says I was disappointed with Byleth Choice, but think the overall package is fine. The problem arises when fan complaints turn into entitlement. Indeed. Uh, Subsequently, the... toxic things as we're here. Exactly. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> Icarus says, uh, does anyone think uh, Miyamoto should have appeared in the Universal Nintendo Land trailer? To me, Miyamoto is kind of like the Stanley of Nintendo slash video games. I thought it would be kind of cool. I hope he's okay. We haven't fine. seen him in a while. Wow. What are you? Look at this. Speculating, really? starting rumors. What? I'm not is saying Miyamoto sick? He's helping. I said I hope. <laughs> he's helping on the. He's helping on the theme park. That's like his big project. Apparently, yeah. is that he's working on that with them. Yeah, so. but he it's hasn't been the cool. public eye for a while now, hasn't he? Like we haven't seen him in maybe yeah. some Starlink. Yeah, he doesn't really. He, I guess he doesn't need to as much he's anymore. He's kind of passing it off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's intentional because they he's, wanted to put the other guys that they have. You know, he's moving towards retirement as it is anyway. I mean, he's like he's like. He's like halfway there, kind of, right? Where he's like, oh, he's, he's not working as much, much as he. Yeah, he's pretty much retired, man. He's I mean, doing he's something fun. Work. I have to imagine. Like, I have to imagine that that Nintendo Land is fun for him to do. So. Yeah, like, probably. Like the, yeah. Pic, the Pikmin movie. Considering how much that. Miyamoto loves Disney-related things, the idea that he kind of has the ability to create his own after a bunch of shit he's been involved with. Yeah, I mean that's a dream come true. 
It's pretty awesome. Just hope he's uh, able to get off his deathbed as reported by Miss Clip Gaming. Oh, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Mr. Shang Toxic Long over here tonight. So happened to Ozzy. Everyone said, long. oh, Ozzy's dying. Ozzy's dying. Ozzy ain't dying. He's chilling. Just made yeah, a bunch he's of about songs. to put out a brand new Listen, album. Yeah. My words hold no weight in rumors, all right? So well, don't they do now. The uh, anonymous source. Ah. Uh, um, <laughs> Megan Hurt said, grow, growing up with Neo Geo and Neo Geo Pod Color and SNK as a whole, I was beyond stoked to see Terry Bogard. Such a punch to the gut hearing people be like, who's Terry? I mean, yeah. it's criminal. Like, for all, And on top of that, we're getting a new King of Fighters. And man, I haven't heard any Smash players be like, oh, man, I can't wait to get the new King of Fighters. Where the fuck are you all at? I mean, they tend not to go other ways. They just they're putting their 17th millionth hour in Smash. Dude, that it, it bugged this shit out of me because I was like, man, new Samurai Showdown came out. Wasn't hearing anything. I'm just like, son it, of a bitch. It did come out. Oh, across a long period of time, though. It wasn't just like one impactful thing. You only had it on PlayStation for a little bit. Yeah, it one eventually of the only people came. I know that bought the game. Yeah. <laughs> on a system that hasn't been on in months. Yeah, he hasn't plugged that PS4 Pro in in a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kitsune says, what do you think about the latest rumors of New Paper Mario and Metroid this year? I just hope Miyamoto will last to see it come out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, we've talked about... <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about a 2d metroid on this podcast too many times at this Since point 2017 oh my gosh so i okay i wouldn't be shocked here that paper mario on the other hand paper mario based on splash came out four years ago the prior paper mario came out four years like before that so it seems like they're on the schedule trend if oh, one gosh. is to come it would be 2020 oh no okay but I mean, it's Paper Mario, Nintendo. The part that I want to believe, fuck it up. I bet, yes, the part I want to believe about that rumor is that they really are going back to a more traditional Paper Mario, like yeah, thousand year door Paper Mario. And... That's what I'm hoping. Okay, I, you don't want to deal I, with stickers. I'd be okay with them stickers, just being uh... like, "Here's thousand year door HD, cool." Mm. I'm, I'm ready for I'm ready for million old door. Hundred thousand year old door. There you go, man. Let's do it. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Metroid Two D just because it's been talked about so much. But Paper Mario, that's no. Uh, but the, interesting. the interesting part about the rumor is that they said that it's related to fusion. So that means that the story's actually advancing for the first time in like you know two decades or something like that. Well, yeah, like, that right? would make it. That would make it Metroid Five. Yeah, that would make it a new because like the mm -hmm. Prime games are prequels for those who don't know they're they're set before yes. all the the metroid stuff so um that'd be interesting because we desperately need no we don't need but it would be nice for there to be some no, actual we, advance hey, we don't know we don't know if prime need. 4 is gonna jump past all of it and no, go into the future i don't think it will but we'll see <laughs> you don't know that but we'll see yeah, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't if know, i we'll can see. get anything that's like metroid fusion again i'm all for that because that's i i swear up and down that's a survival horror game it is it just yeah is. you're being haunted by like a nemesis yeah, it, dude, it's horrifying. Like when you're on a different level and you see Samus's suit just walking around and shit, and you're just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> die! I'm probably gonna die!" It's it's scary as hell. Uh, more. Uh, Toshi says more excited for Cuphead meat costume than and then Byleth. Same. That, that costume looks great. It's, it's more pretty excited. It's about awesome. That. Yeah. And, and if you go to that person, finger gun uh, just right. 
You go to that person's playlist on Smash, I probably got like 15 hours. Guarantee you if he's more excited for, <laughs> for Cuphead. Okay, he probably got 15 hours with me fighters. Uh, good, good stuff, man. Hope you enjoy Cor it. Cor Cor Sonic. <laughs> Damn. That sounds like a lot of toxicity right there. Right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not I'm a toxic wrong. fan. Corsonic Cor says, I think they will show PS5 in a state of play or do an online presentation. I think you're right. Yes. Well, they'll do an online presentation. They'll probably invite people to it, like, like they did with the PS4. It, yeah, it'll be like what they did with the PS4. It's going to be a media event that they also have a stream of. Yes. Yep. Uh, so it'll probably leak around the time they send out invitations to media. So there you go. Uh, Wishbones uh, asked, oh, is Alpha done with rants or only until game expos? <laughs> um, not, not done with them. Uh, my vulgar ass is... I, I've I've got stuff. It's just uh, I have to wait a little bit, but yeah, it's it's happening. As a matter of fact, some stuff's already done. I just Ooh. I have to wait. Okay, there we go. Heard it here uh, first. Joshua says, "Should RGT and Spawn Wave do a video of Sean of, of Spawn having to keep a straight face and be silent while RGT fixes a game system?" I think this should happen. <laughs> the system would never get yeah. fixed. I like the idea of trying to walk you through fixing a, a game system, Sean over the internet i like the idea of that in a video do like that a headset like you're trying to get someone to defuse a bomb or something <laughs> you don't get to yes. see anything you're just like yes. what are you so talking you can't about see what sean's doing and sean's just like what? oh that would be funny like you just have my voice and you have to describe to me what you're it looking ends up at. like ninja cutting bread that would be that would be that would be funny i would uh yeah that could be fun let's think we'll think about that sean i gotta yeah. figure out a system that we can do maybe Some, like a, something that i can actually complete maybe a, a labo box maybe a, uh, maybe a laser. it would it would be a laser replacement and probably laser like a 360 or a playstation 3 what what about um rgb modding like a genesis or something oh my <laughs> gosh dude that would be so dude there's soldering involved yeah so i i, I ain't got no soldering, you want to see me sure. trying to walk sean through soldering something with uh with a uh an iron that's like 300 degrees celsius and he's like yes. which end do i pick up <laughs> okay <laughs> not wrong not wrong <laughs> uh yeah because i've seen people accidentally grab like a desoldering iron before and that is not fun so is is not great uh <laughs> uh rexel says crystal dynamics can't afford hollywood talent if it's just the look kind of minor quip i'm concerned about the game in general it's it's a games as a service game i don't know why they're doing that uh yeah yeah i'm, I'm concerned about that toshi says what if that Final Fantasy 7 demo comes out the original release date and the leak was right all along. That's what you guys were kind of speculating with as well, you Nate and MVG. So I th I think that's most likely right now, right? That's that's what we're gonna go towards until it passes. So yeah, brother. Yeah. Find yeah. out in 12 days. <laughs> there you go. Uh Radberry says, What does everyone think about the uh Paper Mario and uh 2D Metroid for 2020 rumor? We talked about that. Everyone's really interested in the idea of those two uh those two games coming out this year. So. Damn jabronis. Uh, <laughs> the, the robot chicken says the light bar is the dumbest DualShock 4 feature. You can't see it directly when holding the controller, and it just makes glare in your TV. There's some cool instances of use for it, and you need it for the VR headset anyway. So the light bar is supposed to be not coming back, right? That is the speculation rumor from patents and stuff. Although, who knows? The, the controller could end up looking different from the patents we're seeing, but. Uh, they, I assume they need that for the next VR headset. Um, Shalaris says, do you think uh, 
Ninjala will catch on as well as Splatoon did when it finally releases. No, I no. mean, are we talking about West or Japan? West. I, I feel like it never really caught on in the West, to be honest. What, Splatoon? Yeah. What? I think it's dead. Let's be honest, though. I mean, how many people actually gave it a chance? You know what I'm a saying? A lot. I just sold, it's it's sold, sold very well. Copies, so it's definitely got a lot of sales here in the U.S. I don't know how many people got hard like like you have gotten into it. You know, or like I mean, even to at me in some some regards, but I still think it did it did well enough. Uh, Japan is definitely a little bit more crazy about it. A little yeah. bit more, yeah. The, yeah, the majority of online like, players come from Japan, man. Yeah, yeah, online numbers is really what I would want to look for in that game yeah. since it's supposed to be yeah. focusing on that, but mm. they never really tell you any of that. Yeah. See, we all know the real the best Splatoon 2 player is, and it is within this cast that we have on right now. I'm sorry I ripped you guys Evans. to shreds, but... Like, it is Evan. Evan is the best Splatoon 2 that, player on the spawn cast. Splatling player over there. Level, level 20 ripping people apart. It's fine. <laughs> Ninjala's <laughs> not going to be like. Mm, let me. Uh, oh, this one's for OJ. Thoughts on Fire Emblem DLC. New characters look great. Is it? That's from Sakon 10. Really excited for the Fire Emblem DLC. That the fact that they're exploring mm -hmm. the Garibmok Monastery because when you mm -hmm. play the game, you realize like they start talking about like we don't even know who built you know what like how long to how far back it was built. We don't know mm -hmm. what's going on under like underground. Like there's a lot of stuff that they allude to in the game. So the fact that we get to actually explore that and go into it is absolutely phenomenal. Cool. All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And then uh oh, David Valdez. Shout out to OJ. Congratulations on his recent engagement. Thank you. Uh, Right now, I am playing Fantasy Star 4 on the Sega Genesis Collection on the Switch. Also, uh, Lunar Silver Star Harmony on the PSP. You guys are great. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Right on, man. Uh, and then uh, the Robot Chicken says the worst controller, the LJN NES Rock and Roller. <laughs> I will agree with that. <laughs> uh, let me, let's move, let's do our last topic here. We're in overtime, so if anyone has to run off, uh, that's fine. Just let us know so you can do your outro. And then we have a few other super oh chats God. left before we finish up. Uh, thank you, Sean. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you call that toxic? So, okay, so we had. We had some pretty pretty big. Uh, I, I mean, it's reported. It's been kicked around a lot, and I, I do think it's probably going to be announced fairly soon. I think it's going to coincide with the game's third anniversary that's coming up uh, pretty soon. That's at the end of February. That's Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, apparently going to PC natively, not as a streaming thing. Sony has apparently okayed the idea of Horizon Zero Dawn being ported to the PC, which was originally a PlayStation exclusive, and this has people all over the place right now because it, it does look similar to what Microsoft start. This is like how Microsoft kind of got started moving some of their properties over. And now we see what they're doing, which is like everything just goes to PC day. And did day. anyone, did anyone like burn their copy of horizon or like blow up their PlayStation four because of this? Y yes, there were people who really? I saw somebody who took their copy of horizon and threw it in the toilet and was like, what? F you man. Like they're pulling it... like that. Yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Now. <laughs> like, what people in yeah, white outfits show up and put them into the paddy wagon and drive them away i'm confused <laughs> i'm confused about that game is that game is so old that it's like eight dollars on sale six dollars on sale now i don't think sony makes much money from it anymore it's not really of any consequence at this point like if they can sell more copies why yep. not and this is coming to pc right we knew that was happening yeah. with their straining so why not why not bring it to the pc you know? speaking of when is that supposed to come out 
uh that's like we know? it's like mid yeah, mid year yeah. i think right like yeah, quarter yeah. quarter three okay. i think is something like that yeah yeah um they, they'll announce an actual date for that but horizon zero dawn on pc first of all that game's gonna look insane on pc because it already looks really good on ps4 uh so i'll be curious to see that 60 frames all of that that'll be really cool the modding scene could maybe take over too and do some interesting stuff with that game at that point um but there was also word that this won't be the last sony game going to pc bloodborne bloodborne would be interesting uh i think i think dreams will make the jump like, oh yeah as soon as possible Definitely. dreams I mean, is a dude. that was heavily hinted and the developers even said i think it was last year in an interview that they want to bring dreams to as many platforms as possible and that's media molecule too yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah so it's actually dreams, dreams is a good fit for pc with the modding. Dreams has pc it's all like, over it yeah i started it up and the first thing it wants you to do is basically move a mouse around but you use the gyro function on the playstation 4 and like i was like this should just be on pc because <laughs> you're just building stuff anyway it's a game that just builds other games um so i i think that one makes the most sense but let's say it's not let's say it's not dreams let's say it's not uh or dreams and horizons zero don't out of the way you already said bloodborne what, what do you guys think the next game is that sony would announce to go to pc the uncharted trilogy wow Ooh, that I would be big that they're policy enough to only because horizon was a big big title for them and the uncharted trilogy i mean they've how how many more times can you re-release it you know and mm. that's a big ass ip years and years ago sony had said that they wanted the playstation brand to inevitably just kind of be a service kind of like steam and this was ages ago and i can imagine that this is them kind of testing the waters of just trying to put out their stuff on other platforms to see exactly how well it'll fare and i mean what better thing to utilize than the uncharted series i don't see them doing four just yet but i mean that'd be my guess in before kill zone <laughs> i'm detroit's uh, coming as well right yeah detroit yeah that is and uh i mean i'm i'm between i'm between either infamous second son or ratchet and clank Mm. Ratchet and Clank would be a good pick. I'm thinking yeah. like older games, you know, like games that are a bit older that they would be like, well, we're not really doing anything with it anyway. Like, I don't think God of War is going next year or anything like that. No. Um, but I was thinking of like some older games that they just have basically laying around. See, because I think Horizon Zero Dawn works because Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is most likely coming and they're like, we'll put it on PC and we'll, we'll let the PC gamers see what, what we have on our platform and maybe they'll want two and they'll buy a PS5 or they'll just wait for it to come to PC. Um, yeah that's why i'm like maybe if they have another infamous coming at some point they'll put infamous over i don't know. it's man it's gonna be interesting over the next couple of years this generation going is gonna be weird i don't think it's gonna be anything like what xbox is doing though it, they'd have to put something out on release on pc as well yeah, as playstation but, 5 see they're, they're not gonna i don't think they're gonna do anything like that i mean they're doing with mlb apparently mlb is apparently gonna go everywhere well, and though MLB, but that was more of a decision from Major League Baseball. True, true, true. I mean, that's and that that was the you know reason why it happened because Major yes. League Baseball wanted it to get on all platforms. Although it was a first party title, mm -hmm. Sony still didn't have you know full rights to it. It's not like Sony could be like, well, no, MLB, we're not going to do that. It'll be because... more. It'll be more interesting if their uh, Sony studio develops four other platforms. Is Sony uh, San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, it'd be interesting to see them be like, "What well, we got to build the Switch version." 
you know that, that'd be interesting I, they'll probably i think they'll outsource they'll it. Outsource it, yeah so eh, i mean it'll be it'll be interesting to see that but i, I actually don't think this is going to affect sony too much going into the ps5 because all their all their stuff will stay on the ps5 for a while after it comes out like i, I don't even think we'll get to a point next generation where it's do you guys think next generation will see a PC and a PS5 release same day of a Sony first party game? No. 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 Uh, I wouldn't dismiss the possibility, but I would say the likelihood is low. Okay. I think I think it's possible with like a smaller end game. Do you think they, they, they like could medieval be... or something or something like or medieval or whatever that game yeah. is called? Something like that. That could probably no, be sure. like a yeah, that could be like a day one on PC and you... PS5. Do you think they're building towards having their like PlayStation now is all streaming on PC and then they get to the point where you can download the games and it be native on your PC as well. If they have enough titles that they've moved over along with third party stuff, I mean, like I know the PS4 that on is all PlayStation now they've got a lot of games that you can download, but it's yep. namely just like the PS4 titles, yep. like all the PS3 related things that were like on disc and just through PSN, yep. like you can only stream those. Personally, I, I I didn't think the streaming was the greatest, but it also wasn't the worst uh, experience. Uh, shout out to the Stadia, all three people on it. Hey man, uh, but <laughs> it's, it's tough like, over here. <laughs> to me, like I I can definitely see them wanting to like branch out the brand onto something like that and try to like foolishly take on Steam. I mean, everybody else is starting up their own fucking game client, so why not? If Sony does make the jump to PC like that, they will absolutely have their own client. They are not. I don't think they're going to be like yeah. moving all their stuff to PC under Steam or something and give them thirty percent of everything. Um, so. It'll be that's gonna be. I'm telling you, this generation is gonna be weird. Bring it on. <laughs> we'll we'll see, man. We'll see how it we'll see how it all goes. Uh, I got some super chats here, and then we can uh, finish up. So uh, let me go through this. As uh, Mario says, let let's get this right. I oh, I like a dude cha the cha cha. I like a dude cha cha. <laughs> uh joel says persona is kind of a visual novel mm. Mm. i don't know about that that was a joke RPG i've been playing has been a fucking straight up visual novel that was a joke he said persona is a visual novel kind yeah. of a per kind with uh with uh capital letters on kind yeah he's just joking zaire miller says do any of you believe the paper mario rumors Everybody liked it, this bit. I'm telling you, it's Paper Mario stuff. People are serious about it. It's been four years. It's typically every I four years. So the timing <laughs> fits, but... I want to believe. I mean, how did you all feel about uh, Color Splash? Don't like Great it. writing, bad gameplay. Yeah, it's... Uh... It wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. Like, uh, the battles... There's, like, no point in doing them. Which I mean, there's also strange. the rumor that we're going to be getting another uh, Mario and Luigi game. I don't know if you guys saw that. That would be cool, too. Oh. Um, what's what's Who really funny? That? What's, re what's really is, funny uh, is it was straight... the studio behind, behind all those Alpha, games? Alpha, I know that they closed Dream, down. Alpha Dream. Yeah. Alpha Omega. <laughs> like, they, uh, like, it kind of made me sad because I was just like, why didn't Nintendo just scoop them up and just, like, turn them, like, completely in-house? Like they probably, just, sense they'd probably they, just hire. They probably just hire all the people. Get like basically out of a job. Any they just pick the talent they want. Probably if they were going to do it, and then we'd never hear about it. 
I don't know. It, it, to me, it was just odd because like they've already proven themselves to be quite competent, and they've put out a lot of really good games. I love the Mario and Luigi games, and with like I love Paper Mario, but it's like each new entry, they just keep on trying to pull out gimmicks and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, we gotta shake things up with this new one, so it's not like the last one. And Nintendo's all about that. So I'm like, you don't got to. Like, if you do that, suddenly the series, because that's what it is, feels disjointed. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't in know, before it it's work, in before it's Mario and Luigi switching it up. And there's some gimmick with the Joy Cons and everything. Yeah, I, a good idea. I, 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 that's like, <laughs> I I do not want to deal with any waggle control shit. Like that's one. Oh, you gonna be so waggle? <laughs> For the most part, it's just left in the past. But all all the waggle control shit. Nah, I'm 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 good on all that. Get ready to waggle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Eric says Sean. When Rob Halford dies, I will cry. I mean, I, Sean, I Sean's that. gone. Sean is okay. Sean's gone. Okay. Uh, Mush says that means it's related to the Samus Returns secret ending, right? Yep. Yeah. There you go. Because we all know that, right? We all know what happened. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yep. We all we're all aware. We're gamers. We know. Wolverine one hundred and one says so. Roger Deakins is that's for Metroid. That's for Metroid Five, Jordan. What? <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, Wolverine 101 says so. Roger Deakins is going to win another Oscar. Probably. Yes. Zaire, Zaire Miller has been playing the Zero Escape games. I just finished uh, $9.99. Uh, I really like and really like it. Now playing Virtue Last Reward. Highly recommend it. I like both of those. Yeah, good games. Ice says uh, Xbox Game Pass plus uh, Disney plus partnership equals game over. Xbox Game Pass Disney partnership game over. Yeah, Disney I'm though. Yeah, want to bring Disney in? <laughs> I don't know. Disney, great. Game We're gonna over. get ten cent. Uh, yeah, get ten cent. What's ten cent doing? Moon, uh, Moon, Moon Man Moo says, uh, "Will you do a raid tonight? Is there anyone to raid? There's yeah, a lot of raid stuff going Dragon Ball. Who can we raid? Is there anyone we can raid tonight? Is, said, is said, Shadow Legend streaming? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. Is that uh, you said uh, Avadon is? Yeah, he's playing uh Dragon Ball uh Kakarot oh, on see? PC Max settings. People were asking about that. There we go. There we go. People can go check out uh Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. All right, cool. You want to drop that in the in the chat anyone who Dragon has the link Balls, and you guys can raid uh Avadon and say say hi. Um let's go let's go around here as we finish up. Alpha, thank you for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Yay. I, I, was, <laughs> I was glad to be on. You got anything coming up you want to let people know about? Any any bug um, or anything? My announcements are going to shock some people because they'll be like, holy shit, that's a lot more than we were bargaining for. Um, it'll be cool. It's just, it, it's it's so much work. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, 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 uh, I'm making a studio, which is basically done. Um, I'm, holy I'm shit, that's more than we bargained for. To come in. Huh? Uh, what? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for, like, more shit to come in. Um, oh, yeah, Alpha needs to buy better lighting. And, uh, no, this is just an old webcam. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I just need a better webcam. But, uh, yeah, it's cool stuff will be coming up. That's that's all I can say right now. Cool. All right, very good, very good. OJ, good to have you back on the podcast, man. What do you got coming up? 
dude it's freaking awesome to be back man thanks for having me once again um and yeah um i'm gonna be returning february early february my my pokemon ban is up so i'm excited about that i got a bunch of cool stuff planned in terms of uh content and daily streams um i'm also back to creating regular content as well so if you like rpg japanese news uh smash brothers fire emblem all that stuff i cover all that like final fantasy 7 remake all that stuff so uh check out the channel when you can okay mvg what's going on man what you got coming up thanks for having me on the show you can find me on twitter at modern vintage g youtube modern vintage game on monday um i've got a video coming out on the game boy color i i tore this thing apart not not physically not like you but i uh i took a look at the graphics on this thing and how it all works so it's a really cool technical video coming out monday my kind of style so check it out if you like my my stuff on the channel cool cool and then uh nate you can find me on direct feed games. <laughs> 1080p. Find me on Sean Porch smoking a cigarette while eating Mitch the uh, cactus plant and watching Suzanne Summers infomercials from the 80s of the Thigh Master. That's toxic. Uh, selling toxic waste to the pig man from Captain Planet. That show sucks. I hated Captain Planet. Don't hate on Ted Turner's creation. Captain Planet was trash. I don't care what anybody says. What do you got? What do you got coming up That's on? Tough. What do you got coming up, Nate? You got another Nate the Hate episode coming up? Yeah, I got a Nate the Hate episode coming up. I'll probably talk about the Xbox Series X and why I disagree with MVG and think Microsoft is going the right path. Uh... You just have to watch it later. You can experience it. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'll not sure about. I need to look at some games tonight. <laughs> I should just have you on and we can discuss it. Yeah. Hey, dude, that's a good idea. We yeah, should totally do that. Convo. There you go. That'd be cool. Yeah, the first Nate the Hate collaboration with MVG, the Series X. Moving up in the world. In All the right. future. All right. And then uh, Sean. Uh, well, today we did my, my toxic video. So <laughs> it's stemming from, I suggest. You can find me in Chernobyl selling toxic waste and uh, poisoning <laughs> Mitch in my bowels. <laughs> So I suggest you, you watch that. We're also very close to 270,000 subscribers. So hit that hit that subscribe button. Um, as far as what's coming up, I'm, I'm not really sure. I, okay. I don't know. Okay. Fair enough. And then uh, Miss Click. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Um, you know, not a toxic positivity person, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> I had a lot of fun. You can catch me pretty much live every day, except for Sundays. So no tomorrow. Uh, live at twitch.tv slash misclick underscore live. Um, we're there. I think this coming week, we are going to be trying a couple new games. We were going to start today, but it was having trouble downloading for some reason. We're going to be doing uh, Tokyo Mirage sessions. Nintendo sent a code out for that, so we're going to be trying that out. That'll be interesting. Uh, and then we're also going to be starting near uh, Autonoma for the first time. I've never played that game, oh. so I'm very excited. Oh, you like that game. Yeah, and then um, we might dive into some uh, Escape from Tarkov. We'll see. I'm not sure, but... Uh, yeah, we good. It's it's rough. Tokyo Mirage Sessions is it's fantastic. Rough. I gotta I gotta. Yeah, I just I just picked stuff. that up on Friday. I'm, I'm interested in getting into that after Kakarot's done. Yeah, yeah I, I already to try beat today. the game. Yeah, I already beat the game on the Wii U, but the Switch version yeah. is even better because it doesn't do to look down at the gamepad all the time. I heard the so load time was much better too. Yeah, it has improved, and you can speed yeah. up combat. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't take forever. You can just boom. Yep, nice. it, it it is a much better version of the game, so it's it's great. Cool, cool, cool. Jordan. Um, I have really nothing to promote. Not really doing much at the moment of my own stuff. But if you can, if you have some, you know, extra few dollars to uh, to donate to help out the Australian bushfires, there's a link with a bunch of different 
uh, ways you can help from the firefighters to displaced families to animals, all that stuff. I'd highly suggest checking it out if you can spare a couple bucks. Okay. Okay. And then uh, Evan, got anything for him? Uh, just follow me on Twitter. I'll usually announce when I'm going live for a stream or something there. I'll just post up my recent work that I did there. Uh, my streams tend to just be me doing random stuff. We talk about things outside of like the work I'm doing. So you know, I can just hang out. It's kind of chill place. Cool. Okay, that's going to do it here for uh, Spawncast episode 146. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then.